Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that from the garage. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said, oh. R-I-A-M That's my name from the other end Hey everybody, this is Conan and Neutron No, you just suck on it Fuck the audience like, What's your favorite show? radio station? I have from the garage Look at the cycle logs into this shit <laughs> Don't drink Seagram's Escapes One pound It's gonna ever keep me down Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulland, fuck you. All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage here on Radio Nope. And uh, this is actually this uh, me talking right now is a pre-recorded uh, segment that I've recorded after the show to explain that the first ten minutes of the show is missing. No big deal. And uh, enjoy yourself. Thanks. <laughs> it, deserves, it, yeah, it deserves all the magic. Well, the Nobody... same thing will happen that happened last week. The show will start playing over the old show. Let me try to mute that. Anyway, we're off to a fantastic start. Nobody be funny until John gets this resolved. <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> redo. be really my best bad stuff. at radio until I get this fi- figured out. I'm sure we'll have no problem doing that. Let me just mute this. Sorry. Uh, yes, yeah, Steve went from uh, Dream Syndicate coming in. Very exciting. Another another fantastic get by uh, the, the uh, Booker extraordinaire, Brian Musical. I'm telling you, this guy is just really, he's putting the rest of us to shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for listening here on Radio Nope, and we're back, and uh, everything's good. Everything's good. It's hot. and uh, Except that Atlanta's yeah. winning one nothing. Yeah, it was right. a little home run there by Atlanta. The Mets are in the wild card. If the playoffs ended, if the season ended today, we'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> and no, ma- no matter what happens, we got to play a one-game playoff, right, Ryan? No matter what happens. No matter what. Why? Because, like you know, we're not winning division, we got to play a one game wild right. playoff. Right. If is, we is if we it, maintain our spot, is it crazy to think that they might win the division when they're eight games out? Well, it's it's twenty two games left. It's not crazy. I mean, it's I mean, a, a little you know crazy wins been happening lately. That's right. Call crazy hey. Steve wins coming in later. <laughs> uh, call you're on the air. Hey, it's Fez. How you guys doing? Hey, hey Fez. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going good. It's going good. I was uh, I'm sitting here in my backyard and I'm trying to listen to the. Uh, the stream of the uh, the the live from the barrage here, yeah, and um, it keeps repeating on me. It keeps stopping, and then I'll you know refresh it and I'll set it back, and then have you tried plugging it out and plugging it back thing. in? All right, I'm going to try something drastic. I'll try stopping it and uh, starting it again because you know I don't know. It keeps looping. I don't know what's right. going on over there. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's really weird. I mean, whatever, it's been happening it's fine, for a couple weeks in a row. I'm not sure why. Let my we'll, we'll see if that fixes it. Fixes it. I, I mean, the looping thing. I have no idea. That's the, it. Can't cannot be on my end. It possibly. There's no way. Yeah. No. Honestly, to tell you the truth, it's uh, it's, it's very probably my phone because no, no, no. It's 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 definitely not you either. It's it's uh, something. Why don't you click it's that, the radio. Nope. Why don't you click Let's that blame thing Conan. Off? Why, did. Did. why don't you click that thing off that says loop over there? The big loop button. Yeah, yeah, got it clicked on. Right. That big infinity symbol. We'll see what's going yeah. on now. Un-click Hopefully, uh, if audience, please give me as much feedback as possible on this and let me know if the stream is back and not looping. I would appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, it was for whatever it's worth. The last three. 
Right. Or, hey, how you guys doing? Oh, we're doing okay. How are you, man? Good, good, good. My lady got uh, Beth got her catalytic converter cut today. What? What? On the on a car when you're when you're parked out in front of your house. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then someone comes in the middle of the night and steals the catalytic converter. Huh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. The man, bad old right? days are back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm surprised. I was thinking about this the other morning. I'm surprised anyone's still alive in the city. <laughs> Like the the yeah, the, they've already yeah. eclipsed the murder rate for last year, and there's still like four months left in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking insane, man. Just hightail it out of there. What's the point? Burn the fucking place down and let's let's move on. I don't know. The place you guys so live. You guys live, live in New home. York. You know, it's a major metropolitan area. Uh, this place is happen. safe. Well, you know, uh, not weird. I think if you combine New York and LA's homicides this year, it just still doesn't add up to what you guys are doing over there. Dude, we will kill. So many people. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, like, just like every fucking day, just like throw them one after the other after the other. Right oh, Faz, are you right. okay over there? Right. What now? <laughs> right. And why are we inviting a murderer to move here? This is all on Faz's phone, by the way. This is not, this is not me playing those sound. We don't want no murdering Chicago person here. <laughs> all right, uh, call me back when the cops aren't outside. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, listen, I want to. I, I I would like to talk about uh, Small Awesome's new record. If you if you don't mind me embarrassing oh, you for a minute. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we think so. It's objectively good. Right. Get out of here. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, we have a record. Hey, you, we you, have it. We have it. We have a record. A cartoon video too. Yeah. Uh, uh, who made this video? I uh, so okay so so there's a there's a program it's a it's a program from China My Idol M Y I D O L and so uh, what you do is you shoot photos of yourself and you scan your face in and right. you can apply your face to all of these little scenes yeah. that they have and so uh, so I I, I I I you know we shot it on my phone. And then I took all of those files and I dumped them into the scenes and then exported it and edited it in uh, Final Cut and then made a music video out of it. But nice, yeah, it's, nice job. It's pretty funny. You're a good director. It's, I like when you guys sword fight. Yeah, it's so. Oh, oh, it's, 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 there's nothing but sword fight for the entire two and a half. Right. right. I'm I like, feel two and a you Listen to Small Awesome's new album, Advil Tuna. <laughs> hey, uh, he used to play in the Negro Leagues, Advil Tuna. Oh, Advil Tuna? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This is, we're already starting. It's 8.09. Hey, Fez, you know, I, I still call you Fez because when I first met you up here after Chicago some years ago, that, you, you, you told me to call you Fez. And has such a heavy Queens accent that you can't actually pronounce Fez. It's fine. But I right. like to say it properly. It's, it's Fez. It's Fez. My father calls me Fez. Okay, so Fez, I was going to add, when you made this new record, did you use overdubs, or did you keep it as simple as a duo as far as the track yeah, is concerned? It was, it was pretty simple, but there were judicious overdubs. Like, oh. they, were, they were very, very specific. Like, it's, it's just the two of us, you know, guitar, bass, and vocals, and so uh, drums to cover all the things that I fuck up. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Well, not, not, what, what's not punch-ins. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, additional this, this, tracks. They, they were, they were, the, all, of the, all of the overdubs that were done were yeah. done very, very specifically and very, very musically. Okay. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, it's actually, it's the, 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 the whole record is actually pretty, 
pretty bare, it's pretty bare bones, but you know, we had, you know, four well, mics on the well guitar, done. four mics on the bass and they were, you know, they, they kind of got dialed in, but yeah. What, uh, what is the name of this record and where can one uh, purchase it? This <laughs> it was is, not, this was not called, planned by the way. It's called Songer. 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 S-O-N-G-E-R. <laughs> Yeah, S O N G E R. How many? Yeah, how, where, where, where can we get this fucking tape? <laughs> where can we get it, Fez? Fucking oh, you can get it at uh, So, are you happy with Cricket Wireless, Fez? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm, okay, so, 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 I'm excited because I can actually call you. Uh, my phone does not work in my house. So it's probably made. I got, I got news right. for you. It doesn't work in the backyard either. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting every every third word or so. For God's sake, don't go outside, man. Right. <laughs> we're going to steal the catalytic converter right. out of your phone. Right. Yes, pe- pe- people in the chat box are saying that there's some kind of precious metal in those catalytic converters, and that's why they jack them. There's like, oh, oh, mungo them. How the hell am I supposed to? There's some kind of titaniums in that shit. Take it down to the mungo, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, have like, they have like gold in Dilithium. Gold plated dilithium. The city needs to crack down. It's bullshit. Right. The city's cracking down. Don't worry. It's a multi pronged. Uh, Rama Emanuel's is going to take care of everything. Latinum, Latinum, that's what I meant. Good. Right, exactly. You and I see eye to eye, sir. It's like the scene in Spies Like Us where Chevy Chase is, is faking the broken mic when he's giving a talk. <laughs> Ad- adamantium <laughs> I, is the is the precious uh, <laughs> uh, element that's in there. Thank you, Kazoo. That's like the X-Men. Yeah? <laughs> adamantium. Okay. Okay. Unobtainium. Well, can you spell Wolverine without urine? Right. Yeah. All right, man. I got to go. Your phone connection's awful. All right. Just no. awful. All right. I'm, I'm just running my show. Uh, All right. And also, it could be my internet. I don't know. But, uh, you know. Hey, do better. Do better. All right, man. I love you. All right. Look again. Take care. Bye, Faz. Right. Good, there he goes. good job. And that new, that new record's really good, actually. It's uh, Faz from Small Awesome. And uh, he is. Uh, He's going to work on a new record and uh, work on getting a new phone. And we're all going <laughs> to wait for that to come out. Go listen to Faz's new phone. It, comes out, it drops October 1st. <laughs> drops all the time. Did he say where to get it? I don't even remember. It all broke up. Right? Hear uh, this was not planned. It wasn't like, hey, can I call in and promote the record? I just asked him about it. It really wasn't. So I don't know. Thank you, Faz. Very <clears> good. <throat> I like Small Awesome. That's Faz and uh, that guy, Jim McGregor, who yeah. uh, likes to give us the finger while we, we, we're playing. And if we are, and if we are planning things, <laughs> plan to call in on a fucking landline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Please call in on a landline. I'm so happy our guest is going to be here live. We're going to be talking to Steve Wynn of uh, Dream Syndicate. What if he starts breaking up? Oh, that's, well, this is funny you say that, Pat, because while we were just in Kentucky, and uh, we played, risk or, us being Risk Reward, played a show, and it was two in the afternoon, and we had been, uh, we had been drinking. You guys have been there for a couple of days already talking. You know, when you get there, all you do is talk, and your fucking voice goes out. So Pat's voice is cutting out like it's, it's dropping out because he's, he's hoarse in the middle of the set. And then, like, the sound guys and stuff are running up there with extra microphones because they think the microphone's cutting out. And Pat keeps waving them off. It's not the fucking mic. <laughs> it's me. I'm, I'm cutting out. I'm intermittent. <laughs> <laughs> they did give me some prop comedy, though. I got two mics to work with. Yeah, two mics I, that I couldn't sing it's into. fucking operator era, man. It's like, mm-hmm. Fucking get that mic out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we played that show, and it went uh, went what, how it went. I saw the pictures. You guys had your rival hockey jerseys on. That's right. It's uh, two in the afternoon is not a time for us to play as uh, as a band. <laughs> <laughs> the that was ship. rough, man. As soon as we finished playing, I, I passed out on a couch. 
thank God they have a, like a little backstage area where you can still see the other bands and right. uh, well, hang well, out. More, most importantly, were there people there that as early as two p.m. to watch? It? Yes, there. Were, yeah, we had a pretty good crowd at two p.m. Good. They know that Elliot put that together. Yes, he did. So he knows who he is. He wanted to put. Uh, yes, he a, did. a name earlier to attract people. Elliot was great. He uh, he got us all sorts of uh, band beers backstage and everything. He's, nice. he's he took, takes care of everything. That guy, hell of a dude, hell of a hell of a voice. And he's also got the uh, if anyone's keeping score at home, uh, it's <laughs> called stra- strawberry amnesia. <laughs> Thank you. I won't say what that is, but that's <laughs> that's what it was called. Well, the good thing about you doing that show early is that. Then you could just have relaxed the rest of the day instead of freaking out every time you play a show. Yeah, for, yeah, oh, exactly. I was glad to be done, but also you want to play a good show. You don't want to yeah. just be done. Well, why well, start? I, I didn't think we played a bad show, but I mean, you know, it's, 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 we're more of an evening time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did like you guys Murph, <laughs> like Murph and the Magic? Time. I was so After. hot and sweaty. Yeah. And did you guys rock star out, or did you After. hang out and watch all the? Did you support all the other? following bands oh no i stayed there i stayed the entire day that day Good yeah, on you. sure i did that's hard to do that i did it's sleep loud, during one of, one of my favorite bands who uh, we played on the show a million times nonagon huh. i slept through their entire set Colette's <laughs> wow. like i'm going home it was six o'clock i was like i need to watch nonagon nonagon not a band you, you mean you weren't there yet or you slept backstage no i slept next to the stage yeah, that's not an easy band to sleep through uh, i did it <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. I woke the most up. The rambunctious, loudest band on the. Yeah, I woke up just as the last song was ending. <laughs> I God. like stood bolt upright and oh, it was like, God. "It's still that- not easy." <laughs> and over. That's John Hasty, right? They say that, right? Yeah, I think they were messing Hasty, with me Hasty. too while I was uh, while uh, while I was sleeping. They were special like, lullaby. They were, set. they were taking selfies with me and stuff. <laughs> yes, deservedly. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised no one messed with me too bad. I mean, I got to take my hat off to Rob Montage. Two years in a row, I would sleep on that couch in the back because now I'm like kind of old and I get tired and I just want to sleep on a couch. And uh, he could have, you know, I, I, a couple times I woke up and his balls were like right in my face. Oh no! And he could have, like, you know. Teabagged me or something. Mm-hmm. I think the third time he's not going to let it go. So thank you, Rob, for not like you know drawing a dick on my face <laughs> or some shit like that. Thank you. Yeah, you he's, rock he's got that sleep. kind of energy too. He would do that. He we went over to Rob's house uh, after on Friday, and it was forty like years a, old. You're thanking somebody for not drawing a dork on you. While yeah, I know. What the hell's wrong with me? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> so, you know why? Maybe this is why. Because people know if you draw a, draw a dork on my face, I will play the fucking long con. <laughs> and give it to you soft and sweet. It's gonna be. I'm gonna hand it back to you soft, like twenty years from now. <laughs> Put you away wet because it's gonna be trouble. Right. <laughs> so trouble. He's gonna show up at his job right when he's like in his yeah. last day of work when, oh, God. and ruin and ruin his pension. There's gonna be secretaries yeah. involved. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Draw dicks all over his car. Here Draw comes Mister Dix. <laughs> Everybody says that anyway. And then the cop showed up at Rob's house. I had left at that point. Hmm. I was uh, in a fight with my Uber driver, Terrence. For about an hour in the front, we couldn't find the fucking house. Tell us that story. He just didn't know his directions. Yeah, uh, fucking Terrence. Uh, it turns out it's probably my fault. It turns out. <laughs> it turns out. You just as usual, it's my fault. And I'm sitting out there with Christopher Van Gompel swinging a, an entire bottle of bourbon. So that didn't help the two o'clock p.m. start time the next hey. day. Call you on the air. When in Louisville. You know, I was I was simultaneously I I, I was very jealous of your. Backstage happening, but I was also amazed because it was loud as fuck back there, man. Yeah, that's I could sleep through anything. There's I mean, not a band to sleep through. I have a hard time falling asleep, but once I get there, I'm in. 
I'm in like, the I, I honestly thought it was a put on. Like you, you were like setting a trap for someone. You know, no. with you and you're gonna like ah, like jump at him or something along yeah. those lines. I was like, oh, he's not really asleep. But like, no, you're John's comedy. Out, dude. John's comedy is far more sophisticated <laughs> right. than that. He, he's like the soldier in the trench who's not woken up by the shells around him. Right. I mean, you know, I PSTD uh, or whatever you call that. PSTD. Post traumatic stress disorder. I was super tempted to to take a picture and you know just caption. Man, I'm really excited to see your set. Yeah, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I, you should have because I fucking deserve it. I break everyone's balls enough. I, I mean, really, really, what can I say if someone decided to like, you know, take pictures of no. me or, or or like, you know, put my hand in a jar of piss or whatever, <laughs> or whatever those kids do? <laughs> now I have a question. I think jar of piss was originally in that two p.m. slot, but they dropped off. <laughs> jar of piss is my favorite Alice in Chains jam. <laughs> 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 Put my hand in piss. <laughs> so I have a question: is, is this couch hidden backstage, or could everybody see it from the standing room area? The couch that you crashed down on, John. I'm uh, I'm sorry. Say that again, Brian. The couch that you crashed down on was it backstage per se? Like was it a, yeah, a well, separate room, or could curtain. people see it? There's like a little curtained off area to the side of the stage where the bands could set up, tune up, and there's two couches like, uh, you know, eld in there, in okay. the, in, cornered in there, and uh, you could just sit it's on them. VIP only. You could also smoke cigarettes back there, which okay. is pretty what fucking treatment. cool. That's how Conan found you then. He was backstage. Yeah, by the way, Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends Friday night played an, uh, an excellent, heard, excellent heard show. Heard about it. Yeah. Did they get a good heard? slot? Who, who was in that, who was in yes. that version? Tony Ash. Who else? We oh, got Tony. Uh, man, uh, Erica Jean Stratocasters. Uh-huh. Well, she's for motherfucker, she's for motherfucker. I saw her yeah, play with and the then, last uh, Jordan Reptoy Jordan, who yeah. does all the yeah. sound for the PRF West. Is, yeah, uh, this was going he, Jordan was just out here very recently. I like that kid's uh, drumming style. He's good. He's wild. That's he's a wild. Good, he, good lineup. Big shoes he, to fill. He's one of those guys that it's kind of sickening because he's he's amazingly good at uh, not just that instrument but a lot of things. And then you realize, oh, he has no vices. Like he doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't. <laughs> it's like his vices is he's really good at his instruments, which is. I guess a good vice if you're gonna if yeah. you're gonna have one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a one man band, that yeah. dude. So Conan, yeah, you had a yeah. Conan had a good set, even though he, uh, you know, he we did the thing, we did the little dance, the compliment dance outside because he was kind of feeling down. I did, about nice. but that's okay because we're we're peers. It wasn't like I was just some fan guy, right? <laughs> no, and it's like it's one of those things where, of course, when you have like you know two really good practices, and then like you feel like, oh well, it's too bad that uh, it wasn't as good as the practice. Right, uh, you guys should have been at practice last well, night. I've right. said over the mic a couple times right. in my youth. Right, that's also the jinx. If you have two good practices, the show's not going to be that good. Right, never practice the day before the show. Mm-hmm. What are the rules? Yeah, and if you have a shitty practice, the show's going to rock. I think I did a pretty good job of of doing the thing of just shutting the fuck up, letting people have their opinions, though. Yeah. Other yeah, than to you, because you like pressed me on it. I was like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, I did. I pressed you. I pressed you. because I could tell. I could I could see it in your eyes that now, you were ready to you were ready to you know tell me something else." The girl from Motherfucker, where she lives down south, correct? Yeah, uh, south, yeah in the east, east coast. I mean, they're Athens, Athens, Georgia. So you didn't get to rehearse until you were all in Louisville. Yeah, we had like two practices. We had a practice that day and the day before. But she's played. Uh, she's played with us a couple times before already. Yeah, I though. saw. I saw the last time at Conan yeah, at Neutron's Kentucky Chrome Review. <laughs> traveling. <laughs> 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 But yeah, good, uh, and good. I, I also wanted to to give a, a sh- first of all. I thought the risk worth it was great. I, now, granted, I listened to the whole oh, thing so. from the merch table, which is like a reasonable distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I did notice that the thing that Pat's talking about, that is totally, like, there should be a name for that syndrome where you just basically blow out your voice from, like, you know, talking and carrying on or whatever, yep. and you just, like, there's certain things you're not going to be able to hit, and it's I, a real thing. I believe the Germans have a name for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, uh, it, it, it's tough because... When you shout and voice it, shout and voice it, and everybody's cheering for Ronald. When uh, it's hard because when you get to these places, you ha you see all these great people you haven't seen in like a year or, or six months or whatever, and you're all you're all ready to talk to everybody, and uh, it's tough to try to keep it down. And I, you know, I try, and it's it's even tougher for me because all I do is fucking talk, the diarrhea yeah. in the mouth. Actually, when I got there, I wasn't too bad. I really didn't like. I'm a, I don't know. I was a little like weird. I felt weird kind of the whole time from traveling, and I, it was only like a couple. I said to myself one night, it was probably Saturday night, like finally, like at like midnight, from like eleven to one, I felt amazing, and I'm like, well, the, you know, I've been drinking this whole time, and like you know, doing whatever, and I came all this way to feel good for like these two hours. <laughs> Best two hours of your life. <laughs> the most time I saw you the entire weekend was on stage. Right. Well, listen, like, fuck is all right? <laughs> I was watching. The, I was watching the bands. You didn't watch one fucking band. I watched all the fucking bands. I was there two days before you, yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. I, I did say. I, I will say this. I did see John do about like five different costume changes. I saw you wear a lot of different clothes, dude. Listen, I, were... I was sweating through that Rangers jersey, <laughs> right. and I took it off. Now I had a shirt on underneath that, and that was it. I don't know what you guys you, are talking. You sweat about. through the whole merch table. Yeah, I sweat through the entire merch. <laughs> I spent. A thousand dollars in T-shirts, <laughs> just from sweating. Yeah, the reason is... PRF keeps happening. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> single handedly funding the whole thing. Yeah. Actually, you know, I'm embarrassed to say that. Um, why is that doing that? I don't know. I didn't touch it. I'm embarrassed to say that. Don't uh, yell at me. I did not buy one piece of merch on this trip. I had no place Man. to put it. Yeah, caller, uh, you're on with Conan Neutron. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, hang up and take your answer off the air. Hi, Treat. Can can Conan hear me as well? I can. Hello. Yeah. Right. yeah Let Conan talk. No, you're both good, on, man. What, good what, show, Tree. What's up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By hey, the way, man. thank you, Tree. Uh, Tree's preemptive strike you can be heard an hour before our show every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. I'm West sorry. Wait, wait. Hold, Why don't we just up, pop up, down up. and let I these guys have a chat? On that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tree, say that one more time. I didn't hear any reverb on that. Oh, Tree Void. Oh, preemptive strike. Good catch. Is that wet yeah, enough? That's, that's my only stipulation. Is that wet enough for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just stored it. I'm satisfied. Thank you. Continue. Okay, thanks. Uh, how are you, <laughs> Conan? Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to say is that I heard from Elliot today that the whole event, they they raised um, $1,600 for, for uh, Girls Rock Louisville. 1600 bucks. Wow. Oh, no, I wasn't laughing at the money. For I was Girls Rock Louisville. It was the wow. biggest single fundraiser event they've ever had. Excellent. Amazing. And where where that money? Where, Girls, was, Girls Rock Louisville. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is where they so get a bunch of little girls and they give them guitars and shit. To, like, oh, you know, play instruments and form bands and like, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a real cool thing. It's a cool, it's a cool uh, charity. Introduce them to a life of misery where they have to run a merch table, right? <laughs> after playing a crappy show <laughs> and your voice blowing out. Here you go, girls. Enjoy. You want to spend a ton of money? <laughs> yeah. You want to want to spend uh, two grand going to Louisville and not make a you never like, make a penny, a, a one dime, dime one, hmm. and uh, rock and roll is for you. No coin. 
Good luck. You want 1600 to have bucks isn't even going to cover like the yeah. fucking amp. Yeah. The, only, the only coin you're going to get is Wayne coin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is very good, though. $1,600 is a lot of fucking yeah. money. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, exactly. Hey, no, it, it, it's, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a good and just it's something, it's something to remember. You know, it's like, hey, it's all actually getting paid forward and it's something to really need. Right. Besides uh, just a good time. Since we're talking about it, I will mention that the band uh, stand out for me. I've mentioned it a few times. is the band The Powder Room which used to have Patrick Ferguson on drums, but there was a different dude playing. I guess he's passed on in the band anymore. He must have fallen yeah, out. Yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it you, I was, John? Wasn't you I was talking to? No, it was someone else I was talking to where I was like, oh, yeah, my friend Patrick Ferguson plays this band. He's totally great. He's blah, blah. And then, like, a dude walks up and totally not Patrick Ferguson. I'm like, and that's a completely different dude. Different <laughs> dude, yeah, but they were they were amazing. I didn't know what to make of that band. One minute they sound like Bauhaus. The next minute they sound like Motley Crue. The next minute they sound like Metallica. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And uh, they were out of control. And the, the best part about it is their album, which I also didn't buy, like an idiot. What a guy. <laughs> you remember <laughs> that shit? The theme here. <laughs> when the, their van completely went on fire and, like, exploded. And Alex, uh, what's that guy's name? Alex Mayayol? Yeah. How do you it's pronounce liar, his name, right? Pat? You know that guy? Uh, in his driveway, his van, their van like totally went out on in flames, and that's the cover of the record. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> and the best thing is it's called Lucky. <laughs> Photo oh, Lucky. Lucky. They have, it's got this white van, and I'm telling you that when I say it's engulfed in flames, it's fucking. It's a, it's, black, a, right? it's a it's a it's like, a flame. Yeah, wow. I mean it, the thing is, there's fire shooting out the windows and curling over the whole thing. No, yeah. I'm I'm actually putting a bandana over my mouth. Just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Right. Hey, Tree's got a wet bandana over his mouth. <laughs> Tree, were you in? Uh, hey, were, hey, hey. You, I never said wet. Don't quote me on wet. Right. Were you in Louisville, Tree? <clears throat> were you in? No, Lu- no. You know. I, I got the time off from work, and I tried, and I just it just wasn't a uh, financially prudent thing to do. It was one of those things that I could do, but it wouldn't be smart, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't smart for me either. I've been... Uh, yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Don't, it was don't, really... Don't a... get me wrong. Yeah, as a man with kids, you understand, John. Don't get me wrong. Um, nothing in the world sounded better to me than getting off a plane, having somebody drive me to some sort of swimming hole or body of water and just jumping right in yeah. naked... Trunks on, full clothes. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> and just being in a body of water. Cause yeah. As far as I know, Louisville is like has like an awesome Texas level. You know, just we swim here, which is where I should be in life. Well, you it's know, a funny. Every day I'm not sitting in a body of water is a tragedy. The funny thing, and about, the thought of yeah. just, the thought of just jumping in with like Tony Ash and his terrible hair or whatever, <laughs> and just swimming. <laughs> You know, let's, let's, reenact, let's, let's reenact the cover of, of uh, Spider-Man. I don't do a fuck. <laughs> you know. It's funny you mentioned I've been, swimming I've been, in Louisville. I've been in Buffalo Trace all afternoon. Fuck everybody. Yeah, I can yeah. tell. And, uh, the whole reason we stayed at this uh, hotel downtown was because it had a pool, and Colette was like, "I just want a, a pool." We had a bad like Airbnb experience, and, yeah, she, yeah. and she was like, "I just want a pool. I want to swim in a pool during the day, and then go to this <laughs> thing at night." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, cool." See, Fa- you're, you're like me, John. You, um, I like, unlike you, I like roller coasters. I do, I really do, but <laughs> um. Water rides are where I live. <laughs> Three feet to the wind. Yeah. Uh, but the the funny thing is, well, it wasn't funny. Was that finally we get to swim in the pool on Sunday? We're like, all right, we'll swim in the pool and we'll go to the show. And uh, I was at the pool Saturday night about three o'clock because I just went. It, it closed at ten p.m. or eleven p.m. or something. But I was out there smoking a cigarette because I couldn't smoke in the room. And uh, you know, uh, nothing was happening. We go to bed and everything's fine. We wake up in the morning. The pool's completely drained. 
some local toughs uh, had uh, broken a bunch of beer bottles. There was glass in the pool. They drained the whole no. thing. For, they drained the whole oh, thing for the season. They're like, "There's no more pool." That doesn't look good what for you, Hulan. Yeah, I'm thinking about complaining. one seen out damn there. It. I didn't get no, to. No, this, this, this is how it's supposed to. Okay, Labor Day weekend. This is how pools are supposed to close. Everybody takes their dogs in. The dogs jump into the pool. You know, and there's dog hair all over the pool, and then you drain it, and that's the end. That's how it's supposed I to happen. I saw that on the news right. the other, last night. I saw that very thing on the news. That makes me viscerally angry, John. It sucked. It sucked. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about complaining. <laughs> Body, bodies of water are the shit. Absolutely. And it, it, like it, I said, every, every day that I'm not immersed in a body of water is a tragedy. <laughs> fuck it. I'll get baptized again. I don't give a fuck. Listen, just, if, you go in, if, you, if, if you go in a lake or a pool, it'll, it'll cool you off for a good two, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. It is the best. It is the fucking best. Swimming, I, swimming I, is meant. Hey, you, you guys have no fucking clue. I've uh, because I've, there's no swimming in New York. I've, I've been searching. No, I've been searching. What'd you get the jumbo bottle? <laughs> I've been out here in Colorado. Family size <laughs> buffalo jump. trace. A tree. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Did you get the family size buffalo trace? Go ahead. Sorry. Just a seven fifty, dude. It was on sale. What do you want me to do? Seven fifty for Buffalo it's Trace. It's five thirty in the afternoon in Colorado. And Buffalo Trace is no, 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 no. It's six thirty. God damn it, you New Yorkers! You have no. <laughs> He's central, right? I got pulled behind you know, my. You building. have no concept of the mountain. The, the right, mountain, mountain time, time zone is the redheaded time. Redheaded steps out of the time zone. Right. <laughs> it is. We are two hours behind you. Just write that down. We are two but hours. I got it. Only, I got it. Only, I got it. Only sometimes, though. It's yeah, not that's always. What, listen, I know the mountain time zone. I, wa- I watched Hunter on Friday nights. Only sometimes. You've been to New York, and you've been to Philadelphia, and you've been to Atlantic City, and you've been to um, Las Vegas. I've been to your mom's house a couple times, too. Oh. You've never been to my mom's house. She's, got a, she's got a pool. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you think cleans the hey, pool over um, there? Me, hey, hey, that's uh, that Jew motherfucker. Musicop is there, right? Whoa, wow. whoa, man, tree, man, what yeah, are you here. doing? Hey, you oh, guys, back, you, guys, you? <laughs> you guys like to You're drinking Buffalo you? Trace. You're yeah, supposed I, to hate I, Native Americans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got a couple things to say to Musicop. What? First of all, um, what's that whiskey? Uh, it's um. What's the one? I, I got it on the tip of my fucking tongue. Spit it out. Yeah, you, I you, am you, drunk. He, I'm so sorry, no, that's okay. He literally what, has what the whiskey on like, his tongue. What would you like to ask me? I'll give you the, the most concise answer I have to. There's a, there's a whiskey that you like a lot, and it's about, it's, it's 80 proof. Basil Hayden. 40%. Basil Hayden. Yes. Love that's that too shit. weak. Well, oh, okay. Well, I, th- I think weak. it tastes really good. Give me, give me, give me 45 or more. Mm. That's that's. Well, then you got like you, Go get, you get into like your turkey. Like, I will, I will take your case. Well, I don't like you to drink it. it. You got the wild turkey. Yeah. What show are we on? Uh, what number? One seventy-eight, I believe. One seventy-eight. One hundred seventy-eight shows. We finally got a, a Jew mother effer. Utterance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like somebody well, had to say it. Like, if, somebody if, had to say it. You guys were too big of pussies to say it, wow. and I finally. Oh said god! It. If that's your beef, I am. Wow, I'm far worse than a Jew. I finally fucking said it. <laughs> Take that, PG police. <laughs> the Jew, Jewish people hate right, my guts. Another thing, um, Brian. Yes, um, yes. You mentioned something months ago about the Purina plant in yes, Denver, right? Yes, yes, yes. About it, um, about it doing some sort of thing 
once a year and and whoever often it's always a, like, it's, like a dog food smell right, over always the year, during riot over the, fest over the valley right that's just were you at um, the Denver Coliseum no I was at the riot fest the one that the replacements played no well, it was at like two, two, it was like two, but two years anyway um, if you are out near the Denver Coliseum that's mm-hmm. just near the the Purina plant and yeah. that's just uh, in the summertime you can smell dogs that's right. all there is I wasn't sure what it was it, it almost smelled like I don't know if you ever smelled like when leaves or flowers on trees turn it was almost like a sweet kind of putrid smell decay yeah but no it's it's I think Vegetation they're, they're purging decay. they're purging <laughs> the, the remain whatever they don't need at the dog food plant uh-huh. That's what someone told me. You're talking so, about Elizabeth, oh, okay. New Jersey? No. <laughs> well, this is no. great. I got to get a lot, of, a lot to get to today, fellas. Uh, <laughs> thank you for calling in. <laughs> see, J- Jews are all right. I'm giving. We're making nice. Thank you. you oh, I can me. see when I'm not wanted. All right. No, no, no. If you knew what I knew about Brian Musikoff, you would never speak to him like that. I'll just leave it at that. The Jews are all right on my favorite Who song. The Jews are all right if you like saxophones. He's a a nice boy. He's a nice boy. Conan, anything else? I I literally only had one other thing to say, which is I think uh, even folks that were there, not everyone saw him, but one band that kind of blew me away at Spirit Barbecue Louisville this year was Vibrolas. I didn't yeah, see lo- local rock and roll band, Vibrolas. Okay. And I, uh, they're one of these bands, I, I kid you not, like, they had, like, I had to buy a CD from them. And I said, like, I, you know, I want you to know that I don't buy CDs <laughs> very often unless that's the only choice. Right. This is literally the only choice. I like you guys enough that I'm buying a CD and this is a big deal. So I'm going to digitize it and I'll send you some over because it's just really good rock and roll. Like, oh, Tony cool, asked, man. was yeah. like, oh, you got to see these guys, got to see these guys. So I was like, make sure to see Vibrolas. I'm like, all right, shut the fuck up. I'll see him. Fine. Yeah, I really should have ca- came back with a bunch of music to play on the show, which I uh, didn't. But I don't know. I, I have a bunch, right? and I was going to send send some over to you and put some in the library, but I kind of caught that like post-barbecue sickness that goes around, so I've been feeling pretty under the weather. But yeah. I, I'll, I'll get some over to you for your yeah, next show. Yeah, everyone gets sick after these things. I feel great. I usually don't, but this time, yeah, look at me. Any the, anti-Semitism you want to get out before you hang out? I'm not adequately covered. The PRF flu uh, flu. Well, come, right. from, coming from Conan, and, it would uh, hurt. Big noses kick your ass. Right. And, right. Uh, I just want to say, um, if you guys are into whiskey um, from the from the Buffalo Trace Distillery, there is Eagle Rare. I cannot recommend that shit enough. Yes, I remember. Get I think some you Eagle did Rare. That. Didn't you recommend it last week when you called in drunk? <laughs> is there any left? You guys were in Louisville last week, so you know I didn't call in. Right. So let's knock that shit off. <laughs> Thank you, Tree. Listen to Preemptive Strike. You're welcome. Every uh, uh, Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Thank you. And thank you, Conan Neutron. Yeah. And uh, it was nice, yeah, uh, it was nice hanging out with you, Conan. Conan manned the merch table the entire time. He's a hero. Nice job. Is that tree? Is that too? That's right. Mario's here. I don't know what Mikey's on. Let me hang up. Uh, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got a thing to do. All right, so, fellas. Later. Thanks. All right. Later, Conan. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks. By the way, uh, Conan, uh, Conan the, the Conan collection is up to exactly $20. <laughs> I gave half of that. Call, you're on the and air. I gave the other half. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Terrence's lawyer. Hi, Terrence. <laughs> Terrence is lawyer. Terrence, my Uber driver from Louisville. Uh, my oh. people finally found your people. <laughs> <laughs> I was outside on the street with uh, Chris Van Gompel from Milwaukee, and we were sharing a bottle of bourbon, and he goes, uh, the last thing I said to Terrence was like, I'll have my lawyer call your lawyer, and I hung up on him. <laughs> Terrence was the Uber driver. The Uber driver. Terrence, yes. Which, the, if I had a high five, by the way, great set, uh, dedicated every single song to Terrence. 
I mean, we did. Terrence, uh, I felt bad for the guy. Now, the best thing about that whole whole thing, well, explain. We rolled up at like 1 o'clock. Uh, we got to move 1 o'clock Friday. 1 a.m. Yeah, 1 a.m. And uh, the party was still raging at Rob Waxeater's house. And uh, I showed up with a bottle of whiskey, which went from Kentucky to Wisconsin, back to Kentucky, which makes no fucking sense. Did you use and, the U.S. Postal uh, Service? a 12-pack of Spotted Cow, which was gone in, like, four seconds flat. Right. And uh, we, you and I basically drank half a bottle of whiskey in the middle of the street. Yeah, just swinging it, just to going back and forth, yeah. which you don't feel it when you're doing it. That but sounds then, right. Yeah. We, we did. And then there were little kittens running around us. I don't remember kittens running around. the street. Right. the cat, like, from across the street, had little kittens running around. Mm-hmm. And you called an Uber. Yes, I did call and, an Uber. And gave them the wrong address. Well, yeah, I couldn't get Rob because I didn't know what his address was, so I walked to the nearest house and just looked at that one. And I'm like, but oh, the I'm best a- part of this whole thing is, it was probably, like, you called the address, and then 10 minutes later you called this guy back, and the guy's like, well, I can't find the address. And uh, throughout this whole conversation, mind you, we had drank a lot, uh, is, is like, it's like a five-minute conversation. And about two minutes in, Colette realized you gave him the wrong address. Yeah. <laughs> about three minutes in, I realized you gave him the wrong address. Yeah. About four minutes in, you didn't realize you gave him the wrong address. And about four and a half, he realized you gave him the wrong address. Yeah. And then you said, and I quote, I have my lawyer, call your lawyer, and hung up on the guy. I'll have your lawyer call my lawyer. Yeah. You know, it was more like 45 minutes after the original call. I, I, I was on the phone with Terrence about 10 times. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm in the corner of uh, 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 Metal Belly and James Street. And he's I like, think you I'm on. Like Monte Claire, and then yeah. like, like it was like Mount Claire. Exactly. Like, you know, like, like, I'm on. Really similar, but Metal Belly Lane, you idiot. Yeah. Exactly. How many? I mean, how big is Louisville that there are two streets named Mont Claire and one's named Monte Claire? It's ridiculous. That's, that's I, my. Well, it is, it is a city, Josh. I'm getting the suit thrown out. By the way, soon well, as possible. you know, I don't know, Terrence. He is an Uber driver. I hear they make crazy amounts of money. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, I'm sure he can afford a great lawyer. Well, listen, Terrence, he, he started off life bad. His name is Terrence. And after that, yeah. it's all downhill. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it was good hanging out with you, and uh, I will talk to you soon. I love you. I, I, I got to get going and play a show. But uh, oh, um, good luck. keep the, you know, hit up Michael for the Pokemon tips. Yes, uh, we played Pokemon. We uh, they took over some gyms, some Pokemon gyms in Louisville, and we had a we had a good Pokemon time. Michael, uh, this guy Michael, I was like, oh, I was talking to him about Pokemon for a half an hour, and then like we go, we go inside and we're at the bar, sitting at the bar, and I'm like, oh yeah, so you know, what do you think I should I, what do you think I should do about this Pokemon thing, this advice? And he's like, you really play Pokemon? I go, I just talked to you about it for a, for a half an hour. I talked to you about Pokemon. He he's like, uh, I go, just think I was breaking your balls. He's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Me, Jeff Fox, and uh, Michael Marchant. How do you pronounce his name? Who? Your uh, your fucking guitar player. Michael Marchant. 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 Yeah. You guys were great. And by the way, uh, uh, quickly, um, 
there's a countdown clock, Brian, on the stage, and you have 30 minutes to play, and that's how long you play for. And when that runs out, you know, you, just, you should stop playing. We call him Stage Hitler. Stage Hitler. So uh, the, the... They break the whole, you know, uh, tree... Tree loves the stage Hitler, from what I understand. Yeah, Hi-Fi is in the middle of this cacophonous, you know, just noisy ending of the, their last song, and they made it, and it was like 30 seconds left, or 20 seconds left, and, and Chris realizes this, and he wants to, I see it in his face, he wants to end it exactly at the exact second, because that's going to be awesome, and I'm like, oh yeah, come on, please, this has got to happen. He's looking over at the rest of the band, who are staring down at their instruments, without a care in the world, and he's, like, pointing at the clock and lifting his guitar over his head, and he's smashing shit. Little reverb. And finally, uh, you, d- you made the right move. I'm like, how is he going to do it? And he, when you started counting down from five, the rest of the band looked up, and you ended exactly at the zero mark. It was a beautiful thing. It was like a symphony. Hmm. Can the audience Thank see you. the uh, clock? Or were you <laughs> no, standing in a special place? <laughs> I was standing on the side. I could see it. Yeah, the, the audience couldn't see the clock. You're on the couch. Yeah. John, John saw this between naps. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the entire... <laughs> one, one eye open. <laughs> I watched the entire up. hi-fi set without a nap, which is uh, I, more than I could say for you, Chris, who slept through our entire set, because I looked over and you were sleeping on the couch, too. But it was one... No, it was, I watched you. I was, I, was, I was laying on the couch, uh, but I was watching you. <laughs> I, I was really, really hungover. It was... It was and early, played, like yeah. Like two before us, like early, early. Two p.m. Two p.m. And me and you were up drinking that bottle on the corner, waiting for Terrence. So I don't blame and you. And I was up, like the bottle was gone. <laughs> That's bad. That night. That's bad. Yeah, because yeah. I showed up at one with the reinforcements, and the bottle was still gone. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I, I second... don't know after after you and I drink. Drake, uh, on the corner, things got a little fuzzy, honestly. That's because the, the kitten showed up. The kitten showed up with a bottle of bourbon. Well, yeah, the kitten showed up, and then, They weren't you know. kittens. They were three homeless men. He, <laughs> they were, were hallucinating. <laughs> like, like a St. Bernard from a Looney Tunes <laughs> cartoon. Yeah, Larry, Daryl, and Daryl showed up. Got a, the barrel got a under his neck. A whiskey tied around his neck. <laughs> a fucking whiskey cat. <laughs> Stroking the hobo. Come here. Larry, Daryl, Daryl, and whiskey cat showed up. <laughs> Tree Void in the chat box. Is this Chris Van Gompel? All right, Tree, thanks for joining us. Chris, Following the show. <laughs> Chris, I, I, I do got to talk to Ryan about his vacation quickly and then take a break, and then our guest Steve Wynn of Dreams. Well, I gotta, I gotta go play a show with the Glacial Speed with my other band. So I'm right, off to go to go play at the Cactus Club. Good yeah, luck, man. If you ever have a chance day. to see Chris play with any band, he's uh, very entertaining. Thank you. I try to be. Anyway, see ya. Have a good one. I can't wait for the rest of the show. Hope it goes well. All right, man. Thanks. Uh, good, good hanging yeah. out with you this weekend. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Good too. Thanks. Bye. There's Christopher Van Gompel of yeah. the band If I Had a Hi-Fi from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ryan, you went on vacation to Croatia. What the hell happened? Yeah. Another cruise disaster. <laughs> Another disaster. I'm sorry. You've been listening to Steely Dan? You've no. Been, you've been, <laughs> you've got a, kind of breeziness about you tonight. Really? Oh, Breeziness? You, haven't been li- you have been, haven't you? I've been listening to No, I haven't been listening. <laughs> Is this an intervention? I, I this is a tell. Steely Dan intervention. Some, something's up. I think it's got something to do with uh, Katie. You're a f- I'm a fool to do your dirty work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, welcome back, Ryan. Oh, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. All about it. Who you goes guys... to Croatia, by the way? Like, how weird Croatia, is that? Me? <laughs> yeah, you guys are weird. Great. I usually just like go to like 
Wildwood, New Jersey or something. I was there, but they called it Yugoslavia when I went. That's right. But Mario's so old, uh, Emperor Tito is in, it was. Is in charge. His name was spelled in flowers <laughs> and rocks all over the yeah. countryside. Yeah, Mario Mar- love that guy. Mario went to go visit the Byzantine Empire. The, ben- yeah. <laughs> the benevolent dictator, Tito. Yeah. He is. He was loved. Loved by all. You went to... You went you went to by all except the people he jailed that's, and tortured. That's the Dalmatian region. Right? <laughs> so, Ryan, what happened? You get to Croatia so, uh, and then tragedy strikes. Tragedy strikes, yeah. My uncle, uh, we went with my whole family and uh, my dad's uh, brother and sister and their family. And first morning, my uncle didn't wake up. So. Oh, Christ. Oh, that's God. tragedy. That's not... I thought like you lost your luggage. Wait, wait, hold on. That problem with the luggage? That happened coming home. That's (laughs) another thing, too. Jesus, Lord. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Death. Your uncle died? Holy Toledo. He died in his sleep. I'm so sorry. On the trip. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife is still out there. She's going to take over. Is this your father? Wait, is this your dad's? My dad's brother, yeah. Your dad's brother, the first night, goes to sleep and doesn't wake up. According to Catholicism, he's my godfather. Okay. Right. Pretty cool. My middle middle name is named after him. So, you know, pretty prominent person. Sorry. Turn the godfather. Listen, you say godfather, I'm going to hit it. So the thing is. I'm going to hit the button. So. We find out and everything like that, and then uh, we deal with it. And then I'm, I pretty much, nice, I saw that. Uh, we pretty much tell the girls, look, you know, we're probably going to go home now. Uh, now, did you tell your daughters what happened? Like, yeah, you have to, right, I they're, guess? They're privy to all the information they're every old step enough. of the way. Oh, man. They're old enough now. Wow. You know, they, uh, we, we, what do they we think? had the funeral in the but way. But you, you yeah. didn't go home, did we you? We had the funeral yesterday. And well, listen, you we got like we what? We kept them out of school. What do you have, that. like 30, 40 people with you on this trip? <laughs> no, no, 14. 14. Yeah. So, like, uh, there's so, a huge amount of paperwork to fill out. There, there would be all these well, that's, complications. That's the whole thing. Is to that get that back home. There's all these logistics you got to do. Uh, you got to get a death certificate. You got to get the. There's got to be an autopsy. A good amount of times they just do it over there anyway. Oh, my God. Um,. Did they do they an had, autopsy over there? He requested right. a cremation, so they decided to cremate him there. So there. It wow. took, uh, they said Holy it's going to take cow. at least a week and a half to so go So did his immediate family had to go home, right? So the only member, his, his, my Aunt Joan is the only member of his immediate family there at that time. Right. So. Um, his wife? Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, my, my aunt, my other aunt was there, which is my father's sister, my, my brother's, and. Uh, my sister-in-law and my niece. So were there. your your deceased uncle's sister is also there. Yeah. So. Oof. She's there too. Yeah. So, um, they tell us first day, like, look, just go walk around the town. We got some stuff to take care of. You know, take the girls out, keep them distracted. We're going to be here for at least another. Yeah. Day, enjoy another yourself. Day so. so you know, a bunch of jerks. Yeah. <laughs> no, so they, that's what they say. That's, that's no why all your pictures looks like they're not having a there good time no, at all. There, there are, are no, no pictures, pictures because it was disrespectful. Like, you know, the only Ryan picture we, know what to do. I here. saw pictures later on. Yeah, I saw pictures. The only picture we posted was the first day we were there. Uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Be like having a great time in Croatia? It's I know, like and it's like my cousins ridiculous. are back home, and they don't even know about uh, this yet. Ugh. We're waiting for them to wake up now because there's a six-hour time difference. You know. So, uh, you know, they, they do that. My cousin Denise uh, decides she's going to fly out to be with her mom because now she's got to stay for the, pretty much the whole trip. Sure. Not only has she got to stay for the whole trip, but we got to bounce around from destination to destination. <sighs> I know like, that time because difference. It's just like an itinerary. Because it's high season, yeah. The I know about the book. time difference because we're on at 2 a.m. in Croatia. I know. And I wore my Maroons t-shirt while I was there, Did you? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, International. And my brother's, my brother's like... Uh, 
he's like you know like on a TV show like uh, the one to use something like the mean big brother like, <laughs> he still does that to me you uh. have no idea he looks at the t-shirt and he's like I'm sorry, this was not the Marone's t-shirt. It was Conan's t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even better. The secret so, friends. Because that made my regular rotation now. And he looks and goes uh, with my dad sitting there. He's like, what's that t-shirt you're wearing? I'm like, oh, it's uh, my friend's band. And uh, he's like, secret friends? What is it? Uh, was it like nerd rock? <laughs> <laughs> nerd rock. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> so your, uh, your big brother is like... Two feet t- shorter than you now, right? Right. Don't you realize I, that you have ten times the personality of your big brother now, and, and you size. have surpassed him in every way in life, and you should start breaking his I'm ball? I'm like, uh, I'm like Michael Corleone. You know? That's right. Uh, I'm the youngest, but I took charge. And he's like Sonny selling uh, gnomes on eBay. He's yeah, so smart. <laughs> yeah, I like, can do things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart. I'm not dumb like people say. <laughs> Sean, do this. Sean, run this Mickey Mouse Club in Vegas. <laughs> So that's you know who I am? I'm, I'm Sean Collison. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. So I was banging too. broads when you were in diapers. <laughs> yeah. So you cremate your uncle. Did you get so any? Did they, you make any herb orbs? No, so orbs out of his ashes, like Ted. Right, 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 let's, let's, come on, yeah, man. keep uh, keep the humor. Well, uh, highbrow your highbrow humor. I can accept. What happened you know? to him? Now they, they brought the ashes back. So, you know, we basically my cousin came out and we went through with the trip. I mean, we went to each and everything was beautiful. Yeah. All these walled cities. We saw all these places where Game of Thrones is filmed. Oh, yeah? yeah. I saw you sat on the Two throne. different cities we've been to. You we, sat one on of the spots we were at was the uh, the dungeon where they keep the dragons. So that's pretty iconic. <laughs> right. And the other one is the stairs where she gets the, they undress her and walk her around going, shame, shame, ringing the bell. Uh, I, t- I, oh, I dropped God. out after season one. I, yeah, I, I got So that's a big thing lot. that's happened, you know, on the show. Yeah. So, um you know, we, we got to see that staircase, which is really another iconic you location. You sat on the throne, didn't you? So, yeah, but it's in like a gift shop. Right. You know? The throne seems like thing, a real touristy thing. I didn't have to pay for it. I would have been upset about that, but I would have done it anyway. You know, so. Uh, so what the hell did you guys do? I mean, this is ins- that's a crazy so, you know, look, you know, story, man. A lot of times. Were you close with your uncle? Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, I've been yeah. on. You guys were all on the plane together and stuff? or Yeah, we all mm-hmm. went together. And, uh, and you're all in the, stay in the same hotel the and hanging trip, out together and stuff? The last trip we went on, it was all 39 of us went together. Right. Because all my cousins went on that trip. That's why too. I thought it was, was like the 40 Ireland people. Trip. And what yeah. happened that one? I'm just thinking to myself on the plane, like, if this goes down, that's like a whole, you know, uh, my my niece Olivia is going to be like <laughs> the wealthiest. She's the only in, uh, heir to the... Uh, well, that's kind of good. Trip. If the whole family goes down, there's nobody Did really in the heartbreak. on that trip, so, too? No, but on the way back from this trip, I mean, it was, like I said, it was a beautiful city, it was, and we, I swam in the Adriatic, and uh, yeah. most of it, we laughed a good part of the time. We carried it was very surreal. We carried on a lot of times, like nothing, yeah, I almost Im- like nothing happened. Imagine. But I brought it up a few times, like I feel like I'm being disrespectful. I don't, you know, I don't right. want to sh- seem like I'm enjoying uh, myself. You're Michael, splashing around Michael in the pool, like, like a Michael Corleone. And, Corleone, and yeah. then I got they would give me the whole thing. You know, your uncle would have wanted. There's really no, you know, right, there's nothing there's you nothing could do, Ryan. Right. There's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do. You got to go to locations. You got to eat. You got to enjoy the food you're eating. You know, we're not just going to eat disgusting food because we're morning, you know? Right, right. right. And, and Look, Ryan. You know, uh, yeah, nah, kind of, but not really. But, you know, he's... You can't get down on yourself because... Things what have you been a little weak for a couple of years with him, you know, from, yeah. what, I, from okay. what I gather. But, um, 
So what? You don't know what it uh, is? A heart attack? It was. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's, I've nobody's ever put their hand on my shoulder and said, you know, it was, it was a heart attack. Right. Right. So, you know? so now, what, how does the funeral uh, like and the wake yeah. work? Is that when you get well, back, you do something when you get back? Yeah, we did that on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Or do, when the when the immediate family goes right. back, do they, they have, waited, did they have a wake while you guys were still on vacation? No, no, they right. waited. Yeah. Oh, okay. And well, he's cremated. They're, so, in limbo, yeah. they're in limbo, and then my, you know, like I said, my cousin, my one of my three cousins. Uh, came out and she was with her mom and she was uh, brought a lot of levity and, and yeah. joy to the trip and everything like that. Okay, yeah. so it was cool. It was you know, ve- it's very and strong. I, of yeah, her. I saw some beautiful sights yeah. like mountains and everything too, like mountains right on the sea. Yeah, right. Brian, Brian, music off. If this uh, happened, I will put some up. You know, now I, I saw some though. What did I see? Uh, just like one of the Maybe girls a couple, or something. Yeah, I'm uh, sure Brian, if this happened in the Jewish religion, like how how does that work? We, oh, the like, body has to go back. First of all, yeah, and you're. You're Why actually, don't you, just, you might as well just uh, go to Israel at that point from Croatia. <laughs> you're actually you're asking there. the wrong guy. And so, I, I'm ashamed to admit this. You're asking the wrong guy. I really don't know. Right. I don't come from a religious background. Gotcha. But I do know that when my grandparents passed away, they were, you know, with each generation, my particular family gets less and less religious. I'm a non believer, but that I speak for myself. Um, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I know that and you're supposed to. You, you, you do something called sitting shiva, where yes. you have to cover the mirrors shiva. in your house. We know what I shiva is. We're not completely. I've been to a couple of shivas, but that, that's that's where that's where my knowledge drops off. Right. Really. Okay. Sorry. So I, I got nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a uh, I had a Pat Walsh experience on the way home. By the way. Oh yeah. Yep. At the airport. You got drunk and obnoxious. A shooting. <laughs> well, so. Thanks, John. Sorry, Pat. Uh, <laughs> we, when over. we flew out of. De- <laughs> <laughs> Says the man petting kitties on the corner of Louisville. I'm trying to smooth Louis this over right now. <laughs> Pat just way. got up and left. He's gone. <laughs> so uh, when we get to uh, Frankfurt Airport, Find from them off in their fucking we had to get a transfer from uh, Frankfurt uh, yeah. at, at Frankfurt from Dubrovnik, and uh, we had to go from Terminal One to Terminal Two. While we're waiting a couple hours for our next flight to leave, it's getting close to the time where you expect people to start lining up and get on the plane and whatnot, and that's all of a sudden it's not happening. And we're like, What's, why is nobody getting up? And we go over and look, and it says that our flight was canceled. Oh, fuck. Oh. Like, ah, you know, what the, what the hell is this? And then uh, we ask, and then uh, I look it up, and the Terminal 1 that we were at 10 minutes after we left, somebody, some woman with her kids just walked right through security. I mean, without stopping. She just went right through and opened the door, and that, like brought the place to a crushing halt okay. and they evacuated the whole oh. facility oh, and they told all the planes in the sky not to land oh man wow. and uh, they yeah, said yeah. everybody on the ground you not so we I, we were supposed to fly to Amsterdam and then fly home. You know, yeah, the triple wanna... the triple entendre there. Were you going to stop so, over in Amsterdam? No, nope. get some cush. No. Nope. So uh, AF seven four two seven. How much uh, fuel you got? You got? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So no, you didn't get any compensation. But we ended up getting a, uh, f- a flight directly home. But you mentioned the lost luggage. Uh, luggage didn't show up until Monday. We got oh. we got home last Thursday. Problem with the luggage? <laughs> 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 yes, as a matter of fact, there wow. was. You got home on Thursday, and the luggage didn't show up till Monday. Monday. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So what'd no. you do for weed? <laughs> <laughs> I got some from your mama. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! I heard she's selling it. <laughs> she deals now. She smells the. She sells the skunk. She sends a cab driver. I see yeah. Melissa Etheridge is p- pushing that weed. That's pretty cool. Listen, oh, so well, yeah, I, I did I, smuggle some grappa into uh, America. Delicious. So the next, oh, yeah? the next show that I'm on, we're nice. going to uh, delicious. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to well, have a tasting. Isn't that tonight? 
<laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, I can't get hammered tonight. Mario, you did mention that. I got to be Melissa at the airport at thing and, uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, I, I got to say, uh, by the way, Ryan, I'm, I'm sorry about your uncle. That's Thank a terrible you. fucking story. Yeah, no, it's I mean, bad. That's horrible. You know, it's I did reach out to you, even though you didn't know yeah. I knew about it. Kind of, and but right. I guess word kind of leaked out a little. And I got concerned of how you found out. I thought, well, you know, was, maybe you know, somebody's. Uh, no, you know. it's through my wife. You know, so there. She knows everything. Yeah, but that's what that's. She fine. knows everything. I don't mind you knowing. That's not the problem. And uh, that's that's horrible. I'm sorry, man. So um, tomorrow morning I get back on an airplane again, and uh, go this, this time I'm heading west. Yeah, he's going to the Emmys to win a freaking oh, Emmy. Yeah, my tuxedo right. with Joanna Fang. Joanna Fang. Joanna Fang's uh, <laughs> transformation is uh, almost complete. She is amazing. And, uh, Looks uh, like emergency, emergency, complete. emergency. Dan Ward. You may remember him from my bachelor party. Right. <laughs> they called an. He got so drunk they called an ambulance, and ever since then they called him Emergency, emergency Ward. Dan, emergency Ward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, good luck at the Emmys, Ryan. I hope you win. Yeah, yep, thank you. Ryan. Yeah, I'm not gonna win now. Ryan's up for an Ryan, Emmy for what's the name Ryan, of the show again? Ryan, uh, Ryan. It's called Cartel Land. Cartel Land, yeah. a documentary. Uh, so I, I'm not gonna win though. He but made sounds of fun. the guys snorting cokes, gun rattles, gun rattling. Yeah, rattles. So, rattles. Yeah, I read the uh, interviews and stuff and the uh, the synopsis. The synopsis. Yeah, it's some disturbing shit. I Pretty say. cool. Watch it, you'll love it. There's a picture of you and the whole team there and a little. You know, uh, blurb about what you guys do. It was oh, cool. you saw that? Yeah, yeah. That's the Mix Magazine. Uh, I think Mix uh, Online. Uh, Joanna Fang might, might right. have posted it, and I yeah, uh, you can you can see my article in MixOnline.com. If MixOnline.com, uh, go there and read about Ryan and his yeah. Emmys. Yeah, uh, he's going to the Emmys this yeah, week, yeah. and that's why I wasn't sure if you were coming on. I didn't know what time you're playing. Yeah, left originally we were thinking about going out tonight, but uh, right. we decided instead of doing you got a tuxedo and all that. Tuxedo. I went to Men's Warehouse and got I got a Vera Wang. You got a I'm wearing Vera Wang. Really? That's what I'm going to tell John Are Rivers. Are you serious? You weekend, purchased it? Weekend, weekend at Joan Rivers. You, you purchased it? Dead Joan Rivers interviewing You're going to like the way you no, look. I guarantee fucking tea it. Sorry. Did you, pur- did you purchase it or hire it? I hired it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if you were purchasing it, you're like, yep, I plan on being at the Emmys a lot. Right. <laughs> I'm shooting for the. I'm shooting high. What are you guys talking about over there? Steve no is here. What's going on here. Oh, Steve's here? Okay, we should take a quick break. Hey, how you doing, Steve? All right, let me. Uh, Welcome out. to the sweat lodge. We haven't taken a break in uh, an hour. Let me put a fan on Steve, get him a beverage, and uh, one quick question. Did yes. You, did you use uh, the game I sent you over vacation? Yes, I, I did. Okay. It was great. It was. A it big was hit. fun. We sucked at it, but it was great. My <laughs> brother got every one. Of my Wayne older brother did got it? every one of them right, and, and acted like they were too fucking easy too. Right. Worst. <laughs> Smug. I hate that fucking guy. Hey, I forgot to download music. We'll be back after this uh, with Steve Wynn of The Dream Syndicate. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everybody.
Yeah, we're back live from the barrage. That, of course, is uh, the fantastic The Dream Syndicate. Can we just call it Dream Syndicate, Steve? Or are we, uh... we, we were very insistent on our The. We, the. Were, we, were very, yeah. we were very territorial about that The. We, 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 we would berate club owners and, and newspapers right. if they left the The off. That was very important to us. No, no you can't. No, you can't, yeah. You know, I the, noticed that the, because, like, you know, the, Ramones, the, you have all these bands. Yeah, and yeah. and you, you guys have the The. It's there in every, you know... Uh, you know, indication online that the the should be there. We, we, it was. It definitely was. The Dream Syndicate. Yeah. We're happy to you, welcome. You can leave. Like you can leave off Dream Syndicate if you want. Just keep the to the. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Very, <laughs> very, very important. Do like angrily <laughs> editing <laughs> your own, angrily editing your own Wikipedia page. Yes, yes. <laughs> God do, damn it! Do, do those who know you well just call you Syndicate? Um, the Sind. The Sind. The Sind. The kids. No, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so the, the, the syndicate. I even, I even call it that. We're so. back live from the broadcast on Radio Nope. We are, we are happy to uh, welcome Steve Wynn. Thank you so much, Steve, for coming in. This is a, a, an incredible treat for us to, oh, to have you here yeah. it's really live cool in the studio, here. man. And it, yeah, thank you. Thanks and you're, 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 you're living in Jackson Heights now, so I guess it's not too bad for you to get here. Not that bad. Well, yeah, not bad at all. Not bad right. at all. How was the if driver? Wasn't, yeah, the driver. If, if it wasn't sweltering, I, might, I probably would have walked. Yeah. <laughs> how was the driver? Oh, man. The, the driver that, that drove you here, was he cool? He was, he was very cool. The car wasn't, but he was. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> are, you in Patrick, are you in historic Jackson Heights? I am. Nice. What are you, like, 35th Avenue? What's your address for the audience? <laughs> <laughs> the party at my place after the show. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Steve, of course, one of the nicest guys in rock and roll, according to all of my sources. They, uh, they love him. I put right. your mic up, Mario. Thank you. And uh, Steve uh, founded Dream Syndicate in 1981 in Los Angeles. Is that correct? Yep, that's right. That's old school. That's old school. That, that's is, that is old. You know, that record you just played is, th- is almost 35 years that's old. That's insane. It sounds like it could have come out yesterday. Right. right. feels like yesterday. Right. Steve, huh? you're one of my people. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Mario and Steve are probably close to the same age. What are you guys, uh, like 55, 56? 50, 56. Yeah. What are you, Mario? 54. 54? Oh, I, was spinning, I was spinning punk records in Brooklyn in 81. No kidding. Yeah. And you wow. didn't spend any of the dreams. Usually, there's a bunch of youngsters who know nothing. Thank God you're here, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what's the scene in 1981 in LA? Who were your peers? Uh, who were your punk rock, uh, you know, brethren? It was it was pretty, um, um, you know, um, broken apart. There were a lot of different scenes. You know, LA, as probably anybody who's been there knows, it's it's a big city. It's spread out. So there's not a scene like there would be. You know, I don't know. You know, in, in in the East Village or in Williamsburg, because everything's so far. You got to drive a half hour to get from one club to another. So you know, down you had a hardcore scene down in, in the South, yeah. in in in, in, um, in Long Beach and stuff like that. And you had a, a power pop scene in Hollywood and stuff like that. So it was kind of a bunch of scenes adding up to no scene. So I think the only band, you know, at the time out there in L.A., the only band that I really loved was the Gun Club. That right. was that was the oh, band. Yes. That was the one L.A. band that made sense to me at the time. We yeah, interviewed them a bunch of times. No kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, was there? I, well, the I mean, when when you guys start, when you guys formed the band in '81, you, you'd already been playing music for probably a couple of years before that with different bands. Who yeah. like it, 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 punk rock is is brand new. Like, who do you look up to? Do you, or you just do you just blaze your own trail and uh, hope for the best? You know, the truth is, at that time, we you know we were. We were music fans, like a lot of people in bands are, and we just weren't hearing the music we liked. We we, you know, we liked we loved a lot of bands that now are kind of, you know, popular references, but were more or less unknown than bands like the Velvet Underground, like the Stooges, like the Gun Club, like the Fall, like, you know, German bands like Noi and Can and stuff like that. 
all these bands that now are you know bands that the twenty year old hipsters would say, Oh yeah, I have all their sure, records yeah. on, <laughs> on vinyl eight, eight track and cassette. But guilty as charged except add another twenty years. No, no, but it's, and that's all fine and all that. But but at the time you couldn't even get those records. You couldn't even find those you had to go to, you know, to to search around to even find those records. So we really were I wouldn't I wouldn't say this was the only reason, but one real big reason we were banned is because we weren't hearing the music we wanted to hear, so we decided to do it ourselves. Right. Hmm. I mean, funny. Days of Wine and Roses was just a record we imagined that nobody was making, so we thought of the one, the, the record we'd most want to hear, and that was it. It's really funny, actually, because hindsight being twenty twenty, going back and, and listening to uh, the, the, the earlier uh, uh, The Dream Syndicate stuff, it, you can really hear a lot of Stooges in it. Yes. In fact, you know, you're right. That's mm. de- definitely true. And at the, at the time, it would drive us nuts because every review would say the Velvet Underground. Right. And that's, and that's you know, a compliment. It, it took me years to figure that out because, you know, being compared to the Velvets, great, great, you know, everybody's favorite band. But we would say, no, 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 we're not just ripping off the Velvets, we're ripping off the Stooges, we're ripping <laughs> off the Paul, we're ripping off, now you make a list for you. <laughs> Throwing the Modern Lovers, on television, we're b- ripping them all off. Yeah, they're all <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> what, so, what, year does te- what year does television put out their, uh, their uh, double 70? record? 78? 78, 79? 78, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay. And the New York scene, they kicked in, in L.A., right? Well, you know, I mean, Brian, you were talking, and I were talking about Maxwell's on the, oh. on the break, and 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 that when I was living in, when I was LA, out in L.A. at twenty years old, my Bible was New York Rocker. Huh. I didn't like what was happening in L.A., so I'd go every week to the newsstand or every month to the newsstand, get New York Rocker, and I'd read about this place called Maxwell's where all my favorite <laughs> yeah. bands, the the DBs and the Feelies and the Bongos, were playing all the time, and I said, well, "This must be the greatest place on earth." And Someday I will it, get it out. It really there. was. It's funny. Most people <laughs> like was. look look to Hollywood as the place they want to go, uh, and, no, and no, like no. that's the dreamland. And you're there already, there. and you're looking at yeah. it in Hoboken. The music <laughs> scene, <laughs> the music I, scene I, in L.A. was yeah. heavy metal and and really rock. Ooh, the whiskey and all that stuff. Yeah. Nah, I don't know yeah, about that. Not, not yet. Not back not, then. Not, not, not yet. Not then. Exactly. So at that point, it was kind of the end. There was a, there was a punk rock scene in the seventies, um, the late seventies band, you know, X and the Alley Cats. When did the Germs come out? Seventy seven. In fact, I went I went to high school with Darby. Crash! I, oh, I, I throw I throw that ra- around like a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Darby Crash and would would walk in my you know Darby Crash for those who don't know but should know was the lead singer of the Germs. He went to my high school, and he was in a special program called IPS Independent Program Studies for the basically for the people who were you know freaks who could didn't fit <laughs> who 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 the, non, the nonconformists the nonconformists who, who were really smart but just didn't fit in very okay. well. Is that and a high school with money or is that a public high school? Public high school. Right, okay. Public uh, high school. I was going to say, is Darby Crash developmentally challenged? No, I think I think he was really smart, okay. but just didn't want to. You know, this is, you know, the 70s. It was something between hippies and punk rock and whatever. Uh-huh. So they put these people, about 30 of them, in a, in a you know, little special school where they just would sit on the floor and, I don't know, you know, strum okay. guitars or whatever. So Darby Crash could, could roam freely throughout the campus, which was cool. And he would walk into my Spanish class every day with a big boombox Cranking Aladdin Sane by David Bowie, huh. walk in the class, write Bowie on the blackboard, then walk out. So the daily thing. <laughs> so he's always been. He's always been. Uh, it's performance, it's not a character. <laughs> but it's one a, day, okay. but one day he came in after months. Came in, walked in, 
We got a home run there by. Uh, yeah, it's a two-run home run two by run Curtis game. Granderson. Granderson it's now a two-run game. Right. Granderson right. keeps hitting them. They, 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 Granderson uh, was striking out in the leadoff spot all year. They put he, he amazingly uh, he has uh, he had zero RBIs going into two games ago against left-handed pitching. He's got a home run streak. He's having, going having a good too. week, and yeah. they put him in the cleanup spot. Now he's okay. uh, he's slicing yeah. it out. It's like yeah. Four or five yeah. games. The only reason I mention that is because I know Steve's a baseball fan, so it's like it's not like we're interrupting for no reason. But to wrap up that story because it is it's a it's a shaggy Darby story. But but uh, but 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 Darby <laughs> crash walks finally walks in one day with the boombox, not playing anything. Walk walks to the blackboard and writes, "Bowie is dead," and, oh. and never saw him again. So that, that was it. <laughs> a prophet, a prophet so, indeed. So that's it. Well, yeah, he was way ahead of his time on that one. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So I have a question. Yes. Uh, were guys? Excuse me, Brian. For one second, were guys like uh, Bowie and uh, that kind of scene? Were they? Were, did you guys think they were kind of the enemy in a way that there was too polished and you wanted to? Uh, or were they your, uh, you know, the, your heroes? It was, it was all, all good stuff was good. Yeah. You know, there there was yeah. no, you know, I mean, and when I say us, I mean really our little gang of the four of us in the Dream Syndicate, me and Carl and Dennis and Kendra, the four people in that band who really didn't fit into anything. So we didn't have any rules. There was no, you know, we, I was kind of lucky in that i guess in a way where i grew up in la born and raised and um when i was 17 of uh, I, uh the year punk rock broke in 1977 i moved to davis california to go to school and went there for three years and then came back so i missed the entire punk rock scene of la i was gone for oh wow for the club called the mask which was sort of you know the cbgb's of la yeah so by the time i came back to la i wasn't part of that scene i was the Kid with a cool record collection and a jazz master who want right. to make a lot of noise, <laughs> which, which that, that leads into the question. It's I was amazing how fast, like in your in in history in your mind, uh, the, that scenes like last forever, and then it can only be like you know two two years, three but years. But that's how it is, right? When you're young, a scene that you know one month is is an eternity. Oh yeah, so, sure. yeah. So so something that happened in 1978, you know, I mean the the, the stretch from given enough rope. To London calling to Sandinista is what? Oh, yeah. It's like three years. That's the universe. That's, you know. By today's terms, it's <laughs> musically, it's a century. So yeah, yeah, right. those albums. So, about scenes in LA, yeah. I was going to ask you uh, your band name is synonymous with the, the group, the, the clique called the Paisley Underground? That was our scene, yeah. Okay. Now, were you aware it was a scene as it was happening, or was that something that was labeled in retrospect? It was a scene. And it was an absolute scene. It was like the, 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 the Dream the, Syndicate, the Bangles, I guess. The Bangs, who became the Bangles. The ba- right. And Salvation Army, who became 3 O'Clock. Uh. The Rain Parade, the Long Riders Green Arm. But we were actually, you know, s- what you're saying is true. A lot of times there's a scene and people say it wasn't a scene or right. people invented that. We actually all played every show together, hung out together, dated each other, you know. Did you guys parties. have a name for it or uh, was or did that come after the fact? Like someone just no, that the the, the, the singer of the Three O'clock or Salvation Army, Michael Quercio called it that, and it stuck. And we said, "All right, that's good enough." Because I like Paisley. I wear <laughs> right, right. I wear Paisley. Right? Is it because <laughs> you guys wore? This was why this was in eighty one to eighty five ish. That, that well, you know, really, the scene lasted eighty two into eighty three, and that was it. Oh, and I, is it but it seemed like an eternity. It seemed like an eternity. That wasn't eternity. And the thing is. What breaks up a scene, people became successful. Uh, right. So all of a sudden, all the people you're hanging out with the barbecue and drinking Jim Beam with, and you know, and, and you know, and whatever, and you know, you, they, they were every they were in a van, <laughs> heading off to to Louisville, to to, to Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. to to Boston, wherever. And every you know, it wasn't a scene anymore. Yeah, was there really was there was. any uh, resentment? And you know, as a hey, we got to stay here and hold down the fort, kind of thing. You know? Nah, no. Okay. You're, you're happy. You were happy <laughs> yeah. for your friend. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, if you look at Steve's face, he's such a smiley, nice guy. It's like it hard, it's hard to see you say a mean word about anyone. 
Which, uh, which, uh, you want, which you want eliminates me, half of my questions. We'll try question. to We have time. We have time. How do, you, how do you feel about the guys at the record label? <laughs> <laughs> Are you still in touch with Susanna Hoffs? Yes, in fact, I, 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 saw th- I saw them all last week because the Bengals played at Irving Plaza. Right, I heard. And my wife, Linda Pittman, drummed with them for one song. Which oh, was no so oh, really? Cool. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Was this um, the show? I just saw a, a show where the, uh, I guess the, I don't know if the electric cut out or the equipment cut out, and they did a, they did a, what's the, uh, the sweet song they have there? I know you're talking about the it wasn't this eternal show. flame. The eternal flame. That's they, it, yeah. they did it uh, acoustically. She sounds just as good as ever, man. No, she really does. They really and she, sound great. I, yeah. I don't mean to be uh, you know a, a dude here, but Go she ahead. looks just as good as ever. Right. As, I was going to well. say, at least notably, she looks. Uh, Steve, Steve Wynn and uh, Suzanne Hobbs do not age, and that's one of the questions oh. that uh. our listeners <laughs> have. What's, what's the we secret? What's the secret? <laughs> they they eat they eat paisley <laughs> like we that. All, we all age at just slightly different paces. Right. No, they they were great, and you know all. All Vicky, Vicky, and Debbie Peterson, and and Sue Hoffs—they were all, all three of them were just fantastic. And and you're, and Linda got to play with them. Yeah, we're old friends. I mean, obviously, I'm old friends with with them, and we, you know, known them for a long time. And Li- and Vicky Peterson's a really good friend of ours. We okay. still hang out all the time. In fact, Vicky was in a band called the Continental Drifters, mm-hmm. who were a great band, and we toured with them. So you know, there's there's a strong connection there. And I guess they they regularly on tour when they play "Going Down to Liverpool," one of their hits will have. A guest drummer in that town play with them, so Linda got to do it, and she was great. Nice, <laughs> Linda. Nice, Linda, nice. by by the way, my my wife Linda Pittman is in my band, Steve Wynn and the Miracle Three. And oh, plug plug, we're playing yes, at the Bowery. Plug it Ele- up. We're playing the Bowery Electric September 29th. Oh, I like Thursday. that space. It's yeah. a great. It's like our home club. So yeah, it's cool. You know, if you want to see, we don't we play about one show a year. That's what it. night of the week is that? It's a Thursday. Perfect Bri- for me. Why? Bri- Brian's now, playing that. Oh, night. Mario's a school teacher. He's All so angry. All summer, I've been waiting for shows. There were no Thursday, Tuesday uh, shows. Thursday now is the minute school kicks me. in, everybody shows on a Wednesday or Thursday. Why? Mario, Mario, we're playing early. Mario, Mario, you play at like nine thirty or ten. You right. can come out. Come on, right. Mario, we, we can you'll, do it. You'll 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 be in a in an Uber or on on the seven train by by Paisley. I'll dig out my old Paisley. Was it just Paisley, or there's a little corduroy thrown in too? Right. You know, here's 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 the honest truth. Although, see, you're not going to get a mean word out of me, but I will say we weren't we weren't the Dream Syndicate wasn't very paisley. We were like, you know, we were the the hippies, the freaks. They were playing three minute, you know, all the other bands were playing three minute '60s pop songs, which is great. We would play twenty minute versions of Suzy Q and think yeah. it was the, think it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> so we were kind of, you know, the dirt the dirtball older brothers well, of the you scene. Were, you were definitely you were easily the heaviest out of that whole crew. <laughs> yeah, I think we were probably the weirdest, heaviest, whatever you want to call it, and most you know cantankerous. We would just we would do things the just most to rock. Did the you guys consider yourself way, yeah. punk rockers? You know, I, we definitely did in attitude and ethos. Often music. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We sure. we really too often to our own detriment would would anytime. Let me take, give you an example of how we would try to do the thing that was least expected and would most piss off our. Oh, can I say that on the? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say whatever. whatever you, this is the internet. Whatever you Hell want. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So we well, <laughs> with, we came to New York the first time um, and. Let me just say, New York, you know, growing in L.A., New York was, to me, everything. That's why I moved here. I, I really, I loved the New York music scene. I loved everything. I, ha- I loved television. I loved the Ramones. I loved the Velvets. I loved the, you know, Dylan stuff he did here, Woody Allen, Martin Scorsese. Anything in New York, to me, was the greatest thing in the world. So when we finally went on tour and knew we were going to play in New York, oh, man, that was that was it. That was, you know, we were so excited. That's the first time in New York, then, for you. First time in New York we played Folk City. Right. In the, in what year is this? 83, early 83, and the Village Voice um, really got behind us, and Robert Criscow did an 
it was kind of what you would open the Village Voice, the center was kind of the center pages where the what's happening that week might still be from. I haven't seen the voice in a thousand what's years. What's going on in the city? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the entire two pages was a picture of us just saying, see the dreams and get focused. No way. I'd never seen that oh, before man. since. It was yeah, insane. And, nice. you know, and it was now nor- a normal band would say, all right, this is our big chance. We got to go there and play our best set ever and just completely, you know, win over people. We went in and just kind of played the longest, most feedbacky, out of tune, <laughs> weird songs we could. And I went on stage and I went on stage and ragged. Not, I, I wouldn't say I ragged on Robert Criscow. I just kind of sarcastically referenced the thing he had written. To me, that was the thing you do. I think it was very in the thrall of a record called Take No Prisoners by Lou Reed, where he did a similar thing. I thought it was cool. He never wrote about us again. Right. <laughs> That's right. You so sealed your you, fate right there. Did you in feel like uh, you know you were? You're, it was. It would be uh, super punk rock of you to uh, bite the hand that feeds. Exactly. In a way, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. It would be. And that's where I say we were punk rockers. We weren't. You know, we weren't loud, fast rules all the time. Right. But as the as far as the uh, attitude, yeah, yeah, the attitude. Well, it's, the, funny, uh, it's funny with that too, because it's almost like, well, they like us already, so let's fuck with them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was great. What are they going to turn around and say I was wrong? You know, yeah. you, can't, yeah. you already wrote the yeah. thing. I, right. I really thought being a suck up was the worst thing you could do, so yeah, I didn't do sure, it. Yeah. And also, <laughs> what's the point of being in a band with one foot nailed to the floor? That's right. Just walking in circles. That's, a, that's, a, that's, right. Right. that's yeah. deep yeah. music. Yeah. Off. No, no. Yeah. That's uh, when I was young, I told my dad, I'm tired of walking around in circles. He said, shut up or I'll nail your other foot to the floor. <laughs> 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 what am I doing with my life? It sounds, it sounds better in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are, are uh, still. Didn't you just get? You guys just come back from a tour, like a hundred dates or something. Aren't you sick of touring, like traveling around I love the touring. world? You I love it. Yeah, do, I love you do. And I'm lucky enough that I have a lot of different things going because I tour a lot. In fact, I'm going to Italy, and um, if, for all your Italian listeners, I'm going to be yes. I'm going to be. I'm going <laughs> to be in Italy in October doing an acoustic tour for two weeks. So I do. I do, oh, yeah. so, I do solo tours. I do. Um, I tour with um, my solo band, The Miracle Three, which is what the one is playing. Um, the Dream Syndicate has been reformed four years ago, and we just finished making right. a new record. That's that's a that's wow, a big part. Right. Well, my pal Jason yes. Victor yes. on guitar there. Yeah, right. sure. Brian, I met him what? once. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason Victor, such a nice guy. Who, who who did you record the record with? Is what I'm asking you to tell the audience. Oh yeah, we, Well, we John Agnello, my old buddy, the the amazing, legendary, fantastic, yeah. incomparable, greatest mixer engineer in the universe, mixed our our album, and that was great. That was a we recorded down in Richmond, um, oh, okay. a studio down there I work at all the time. Um, w- great studio in Richmond. But we tracked it there and then brought up to Hoboken, water music, and John just turned it into magic. Wow, nice. Mastering, on, mastering is, on Monday, and I'm going to celebrate all night. Is right. there a huge difference between the raw album you bring up and then what John does with it? Yeah, because John's just great. Yeah. Yeah, John's amazing. So they're, they're as, as a tangent, Patrick, Pat, Patrick just uh, recorded just, with Just him. recorded with John. Oh, yeah. what band? Um, I don't know. We're not sure what we're calling that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you had that oh. ironed out. <laughs> not yet. Oh. A new band? Who are you with? Wow. Oh, is that what we all said hallelujah because you yeah. picked a name. I'm all busy. When did you do that record with, with John? When, when did that happen? Uh, we're, t- we're still in the process of it. We're trying to get another uh, another uh, session book. We're trying okay. to get our, yeah. get our schedules together. Yeah, right. Patrick, you should just call your band and your other business endeavor the same name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. LLC. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Walsh, LLC. <laughs> so what was it John's like in New York the first time? What made you fall in what, what happened on that first tour? What did you go see? Did you go to New York and meet Lou Reed and like, you're like, holy 
cow. I can't believe this has happened. I did. I did. I did, I did actually um, he, a couple times. Yeah. And he says to you, hey, man, I dig what you do. No, he didn't <laughs> say no, that. No, he would never I, say I, that. I'm, yeah. a, I'm aware of your work. No. Yes. No. I, in fact, never heard of you. Guys. In fact, I, pretty much, I knew I knew the only way to talk to him was to talk to him about distortion pedals. So right. I said, I said, oh, you went you went gear. You went, I went gear. I went gear and it worked. It worked. <laughs> I knew it. I said, I said, man, what, what's that pedal you got out there? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, you know, MXR bar. Like, oh, great. That's cool. And I, That's the best. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine. friend of mine makes those for me. You yeah. can't you can't yeah, get one. It wasn't MXR. I'm making that part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he soldered it. He soldered it together. That's the best. That's the end because Lou Reed can't be a dick. It's the one thing he can't be a jerk about. He, he can't be like, oh, uh, I don't want to talk about, about my pedal. Be no, like, oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the X2150. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I've, learned, I've learned it's never. It's generally never good to walk up to somebody and say, I'm a fan of your work. Big fan. Love your music. Because yeah, yeah. it goes nowhere. Right. Be, being a name artist would help a lot as far as like uh, being on like a, a I don't want to say a different tier, but you're more mm. in. Like you're, a, you're. Uh, a performer did he have a clue to, who I, you I, were? I didn't play. I didn't play the card of uh, Mr. Reed. I've been accused of ripping you off for the right. last. I've years. been ripping exactly. you yeah. off. <laughs> According to Robert so Christgau, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm the new. I'm the new you. <laughs> <laughs> I could have tried. He might have respected that. Like I should have tried that. <laughs> What's his that name from, from Chicago? <laughs> De Laurentiis. What's his name? Uh, I know you don't know me, but you should do an album of all uh, metal machine music. <laughs> the Village Voice oh, thinks. Yeah. The yeah. Village Voice yeah. thinks I'm every bit as good as you used to be. Yeah, right, right. That would have been good too. I could have tried all these things. I actually I heard you had a one page by a weird by a weird circumstance I end up meeting Paul Simon about two months ago when he played Forest Hill the Forest Hill Stadium Uh this year this year year. wow and I'm I'm a fan I like his stuff and I was there and just a weird thing I ended up backstage you know after the show and there were about 15 people hanging out and he came out and sort of I was in a group of five people six people he was talking to and the group disappeared leaving just me and my friend and Paul Simon and I'm thinking now what because I'm not I'm not going to say Man, I love you know Richard Corey. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna. So I start talking about Queens. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we, yeah. Talk, and we talk about Queens for the next 15 minutes. Does he know who you are? Got to find that common that ground. Um, I did. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if he would have known, and I didn't try to explain it to him. But it was Although I've covered two of his songs. You have no idea. He ripped off six of your songs while you were talking <laughs> to him about <laughs> yeah, Queens. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about? It? You have an opinion on that Los Lobos fiasco? Uh, uh, Steve Berlin's a really good friend, and we had, we're in a fantasy baseball league together. Huh. The guy and from Los Lobos? Yeah, Steve Berlin. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve Berlin. Awesome. I owe a lot to him because I'm in a fantasy baseball league <laughs> with Steve Berlin. And What's the name of your fantasy baseball team? Oscar Gamble's after. <laughs> 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 oh, that's oh, that's that's the league. That's, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's What's the, the team? league. What's the team? My the team is come on, Reggie Jackson Heights. Oh, <laughs> nice. One of us. Perfect. Perfect. One of us. Oh, dude. Good. Did you and Paul Simon talk about I, the bow wow? I, I thought it was going to be Rick Lurie. The bow wow. Did you guys talk about the bow wow? What's the bow wow? That was me. the hot dog place down in uh, Ozone Park. No, Howard Beach, Crest Bay. I could have done that. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so he wouldn't have known that one. You're backstage with just you and your friend and Paul Simon talking You're about talking Queens, about Queens, talking about Queens. You know, talking, talk. and then he starts. Then he, you know, relaxes, starts telling stories about the Doors and stuff like that, and what a drunk Jim Morrison was, which yeah. isn't news, but yeah. you know, it's nice hearing him say that. And he had he had a great story. He, I was talking to him, you know, trying to keep the conversation moving, just like I'm here talking to Paul Simon, and I got to keep this, you know, I got to kind of keep the ball in play to yeah. use it Forest Hills stadium metaphor and uh and and we're, we're uh, yeah, you could have brought up the Yankees too. I'm sure you would have went. Well, out. I didn't uh-huh. go to I didn't go to baseball, which was really stupid. I should I should have done that. Yeah, but you know I didn't think of it until just now. Either. I know that would have been a, and I've covered two of his songs. Didn't go there, but um, he started talking about the Doors, and he was obsessed now with with you know the fact that the, the Doors opened for Simon and Garfunkel the last time he played Forest Hills, 
And he said, "That's wild." And he said, "You know, Jim Morrison was a big drunk, and he was terrible that night." And let me tell you, just a couple years ago, I was in Nashville, and um, and what do you say? And Richie Densmore, he said, mm. John, John, right. John, uh-huh. we, we all know John Densmore. He said, Richie Densmore came to me and said, Paul, I want to apologize for Jim and what he did that night. Like, I'm wow. Getting, I'm getting all this good stuff, and I'm just trying to get him to talk about, you know, about, you know, about Boris Hills so that he was volunteering the goods. Right. It's like a 40-year grudge. Right. By the way, a little... Yeah, I, know, I know he was, actually. <laughs> little baseball break here. A.J. Perzinski is up. He's hitting 218 and has two home runs. Somehow he's still in the lineup 20 years later. How's this he guy, still in baseball? He's, he's such a jerk. Yeah, he's, I hate his face. I want to punch him in the head. He's yeah. at career high numbers. He's a big troublemaker, too, he, this guy. Uh, you remember when he slid yeah. into home and then punched the catcher in the face? Yeah, that was Mathis from shit. Chicago. No, the other catcher punched him in the face, actually, yeah, they, and they suspended he, he, he him. Grabbed, oh. No, he threw the first punch. <laughs> this is a Bradley. Uh, if Bradley, if you're still listening, this the story is for you. AJ yeah. strikes out. Go yeah. take a seat. Park that ass how like can, you how, can, how can they be losing Smoker. to the Braves? They can't be losing to the Braves. Braves have been pretty good lately. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Do it for the seven train. took a couple of games. I just put $5,000 down on postseason We're only Wait, wait! You put money on the on the Mets for the to win to win it all? Oh no, I bought my tickets for the postseason. It oh, gets, yeah, oh, yeah. It gets refunded to you. Money. Okay, okay, of course yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah, it yeah. back, but yeah, you yeah. want them to be in it, right? Listen, uh, it's only a two-run game. The Mets are comeback kids mm-hmm. in the end. I'm sorry too much about this losing. series. Yeah, we got to so, hold it up though. So, Steve Ryan and I used to work in the Brill Building for separate companies. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, he's down there. I'm jealous. He was on the fifth. I was on the seventh. Right. Yeah, they recorded Sinatra's. I was on two, actually. (laughs) And Paul Simon has his offices in there, not uh, not for his own publishing, but he makes half of his money through music licensing. He he works in publishing. He makes so much money through music licensing, he has his own office in the Brill Building? Yes. Jesus Lord. And what I didn't know, and I thought I saw Paul Simon every single day, and he was polite, but you know, you it's know, a you double. Get, you well, it wasn't it double was, yeah. because I didn't know Paul Simon no. has a fucking twin brother. Twin brother looks oh, exactly I know like that. Him. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, you imagine that? Saul Simon. <laughs> People coming up to you all the time, like, "Hey, I really admire what you do. I'm a big fan of yours." Right. Oh yeah, wouldn't he get like all pissed off and be like, "You know, well, I'm a plumber." You know, it's like, he's like, "Man, people really love my accounting." Right. <laughs> Another fun fact: I still live at home with Ma. <laughs> Paul Simon's office is all shorter office. Yeah, furniture. sure. Well, why not be comfortable? Really? Yeah, it's Whoa. it's a little freaky, but it, it's it's his. Yeah. Okay, okay. Double play, shut yeah. him down. Yeah. yeah, I had so many. I was leading into this whole conversation. Now I, I'm I'm totally lost. Sorry. We <laughs> got the game. I, I really, the, I, you're listening to live from the Roger Radio Nope. We're talking to Steve Wynn from the Dream Syndicate, among uh, amongst other. Fantastic bands, the, base, did, the, the baseball, baseball project. project. I even mentioned right. that. Yeah, 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 man. Well, how do you come up with the name, the baseball project? <laughs> how do you come up with a name yeah. like you Reggie know, Jackson you know, Heights? I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. You're the first person ever asked that. And we we gave, we had that. I have it in my notes. Say that right. No, the baseball project is like a name. It, 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 it's proofed against anybody asking how did you get the name. It's like, yep, that's easy. Right. No, <laughs> I want to know. Is harder. Like, is everyone in the band a baseball fan? Oh. You're in the band with uh, obviously for the audience, just so you know, uh, Peter Buck is in the band from uh, a little band called uh, Guns and Roses. <laughs> exactly. uh-huh. That's right. I mean, right. REM. Yeah. Peter Buck is in the and, Mike, uh, Mike Mills he, as well from REM. Mike Mills. You guys still play together? Um, yeah, we we tour all the time. We play. We've made three. We've made three albums now. We just wow. we've toured twice this year already. Um, the band right now, the touring band, is Mike Mills, um, my wife Linda Pittman on drums, um, Scott McCoy, the great Scott McCoy, uh, who writes half the songs, I write the other half. And Scott writes half, I write half, and Mike writes the other third. 
Um, if you're, that, if you're that was in a band that with that my serious lineup, yeah, man, I mean, Scott's unbelievable, dude. That's, 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 a, that's great. That, can I call that a super group? Because that's a super you can group. Call it that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you, and, and if everyone takes like a third of the writing, man, that's a, that's a dream kind of uh, like uh, situation. It's a fun band. It really yeah. is. And Peter is sort of our Brian Wilson. He's on all the records, but doesn't tour with us. <laughs> 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 was Ira Kaplan in the band? He played on our second record yeah. from yeah. the Yola Tango. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which of course, great baseball name. Yeah. How'd you get such a Jersey connection going on in your life? How did I get a Jersey connection? Because it, was it because I mean, of uh, your like uh, fascination with Maxwell? I guess kind of so. Movie? You know, I mean, I'm, I moved to New York 22 years ago, so yeah. you know, spent, I mean, played at Max. I played at Maxwell's a lot. Um, <laughs> that might be it. I don't know. Right. Jersey yeah. Connection was the uh, lamest Muppet movie song. <laughs> is it? Uh, how how is it playing the band with like a you know a half of REM? Are you uh, you're not uh, intimidated at all? You're a pro guy. You're ready to ready to go. Well, if you think about actually, I played a band with sixty percent of REM because Scott was essentially a member. So yeah, 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 for twenty yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. It's great. They're great, great. Yeah, they're old friends. You know, um, and it gets it gets it brings a lot of attention, especially early on to the band. But we've kind of. You know, at the, at the beginning, the band was sort of the side project by guys from <coughs> R.E.M. and the Dream Syndicate and the Minus Five. It's now just this cult of its own. People come to our shows wearing baseball right. jerseys and caps and, you know, <laughs> oh, nice, favorite really? players and cheering. We're like the Rocky, we're the Rocky Horror Picture That's Show of so baseball. That's so cool. I wish I was in a band where people would show up in, like, different, like, it's an, crazy. A, an Oakland A's hat and people are rooting against oh. each other and for each other. It's Meanwhile, fun. their their band just played Louisville wearing rival hockey jerseys. On Louisville. Stage. Louisville. Louisville, Louisville, wearing rival hockey jerseys yeah. of, of the team there. Uh, no, of oh. their two New York. Teams. I was on the plane, Brian, uh, okay. and the, the pilot goes, "All right, uh, you know, we'll be uh, arriving in uh, Louisville." <laughs> the whole plane groans. Yeah, Louisville. That he said Louisville, and he corrected himself. He goes, "Sorry, Louisville." He should, he should <laughs> know better. Uh, and, then, and then, I actually, and then I, I don't fly that much. The pilot got up to use the bathroom, and I, I was freaked out. <laughs> Where did you play? It was flying a plane. I know it's an on autopilot. Like ninety percent of the that time, there's that another pilot in there. There's two pilots. Yeah, it was. It was still. But I'm glad he didn't wash his hands. He came right back. <laughs> <laughs> I was corrected by. Hey, John. Turns to, turns to the. I the could be a pilot. <laughs> well, I'm completely serious here. The the proper local pronunciation is Louisville. Louisville. Uh, well, there's two ways. I think the pr there's two proper pronunciations. Louisville. One is Louisville. And one's Louisville. That, that's what I said. Louisville. Louisville. No, Louisville. But not never Louisville. I didn't say Louisville. Louisville. Louisville with like yeah. a U. Louisville. Louis, Louis Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Louisville. Where did you play there? What club? Oh. Us? Well, yeah. Oh, uh, well, we started out at a, at a club called the Mag Bar, which is on uh, Magnolia and something in like, oh, yeah. old Louisville. And then there was another place called uh, what's the, uh, the, the, Cure Cure, the Cure Lounge. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about the town. I've only been there twice. So. Yeah, yeah. You think you guys are starting? Guys, been scene? around the world. What's is the What's the weirdest country you ever played in? The weirdest country? Yeah. Besides this one. <laughs> Besides <laughs> Queens. <laughs> well, man, haven't played Haven't played Queens actually. Yeah, you know why? Because there's yeah. nothing like yeah, what is around up? here. We I'm We got to start our own bar. Yeah, I hear this could be a bar we on Woodside. Start our own what is bar what, what, about, what about this bar on Woodside? I've been hearing about Sunnyside. It's gonna be good. It'll happen if he ever opens it. I wish I wish there were more bars in Queens. Queen, I'm, I'm right now saying we should. I, I've I've fr um, friends with Jesse Mallon through playing Bowery Electric. Oh, yeah. We're with him a little bit, and he's you know kind of the the Donald Trump of of, of indie <laughs> of indie bars. And I've been bugging him every time I see him, saying Jesse, open a bar in Jackson Heights. You're from Queens. You got to do it. And he's you know he listens kind of halfway, so maybe ah, someday. he let his great song Bar Life. He could get everybody down on the floor, hugging it out. And Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's got to happen. Did you go to the Irving Plaza show when Degeneration played a few? No, I didn't. Was it good? Tell Jesse I'm sorry I threw that beer. Seriously, he did. What do you think? He started it. What do you think they have? He did it three times. You think they have like he threw a beer at you? At the audience. Do you think yeah. they have a, like a he's poker game us. where all the rock stars he's get together punky. and talk he's to each other? Punky. Why do we do that? Because <laughs> he's an old punk. You're yeah. not a poker player, are you? I'm not a poker Cause player. Because I'll have you over here every week. Oh, I mean, I could take it up. I mean, fantasy, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fantasy baseball is enough of a time suck for me. That's that's all I can handle. Dude, I can't, I can't do the fantasy baseball. No, you it's shouldn't. It's way too much detail. It's, it's wrong. It's just and wrong. I think I know about baseball, and I look at the stats, and I'm like, wow, I know nothing because I, I it's way too in-depth. Our league is like all rock and roll league, and, and Mike Mills is in the league, and, and, right. Scott, and Scott McCoy and Steve Malcolmus from Pavement are all in this league. Wow. And oh, I can wow. tell you <laughs> that, that Mike Mills and Steve, Steve Malcolmus are in about eight, each about eight different fantasy leagues. Wow. Mike is in fantasy golf leagues. He's in fantasy football. He does so golf. many. Yeah, golf. He's man. really into it, and, he, and, he, and he's, really good, he's really good at it, and I think, man. Man, it's an attention man, to detail that man, I don't have. It's crazy. It's a part of the brain they access yeah. where they can yeah. they see the numbers, they see all that stuff. That's funny, Mike. A fantasy, I was, uh, a fantasy <laughs> bass fishing. You're in a, a fantasy down. baseball league with the guy from Pavement. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I love Pavement, by the way. I thought it was one of my favorite bands ever. The Pavement band. gets a bad rap, like people don't get them or something. But uh, I. I've always been a huge fan. I'm a fan, and he's a good fantasy baseball manager. He yeah. makes makes good moves. What's the name of Malcolm's team? Um. Axe body spray. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's as good a name as any. Yeah. yeah. Axe, he's Axe body spray. <laughs> it's like a pavement song, right? <laughs> I, was, I was down in Nashville. <laughs> John's tickled by that. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but it makes perfect sense somehow. It does, right? <laughs> I was down in Nashville, and I met this dude, and he kept his phone kept going off, and he kept excusing himself, and he kept coming back, and I'm like, Oh, he's like he's like I'm sorry about the phone. I'm like no, it's okay. Like it's like business or like work or something like that. He goes, no. Oh man, you're gonna think this is dumb as hell. It's fantasy NASCAR. I'm a manager. I'm a manager. I'm the commissioner. Yeah, I'm the commissioner. Fantasy NASCAR. Fantasy NASCAR. Who's gonna roll around in a circle faster? Than I didn't even know there was an option. Wow, amazing. How many lefts will they make? <laughs> I put the over under on all of them. That's a stat, lefters. <laughs> <laughs> Not crashing mm. is a stat. Steve, <laughs> you have a uh, you making a you making. Have you made money playing music the entire time you've been playing? Do you have a straight job? Do you you, you, you know you're 56. Do you ever have like a retirement plan? Do you have any kind of What's the fin- My, Mario wants to know what's the financial situation? How do you I've retire? got my ledger. <laughs> this is this has been this has been my job for 35 years. Right. It's amazing. It's, I, and you're and you're fine. Yeah, you were able to it. live and do all. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, divide that. I, 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 I did not tip income. the driver coming out here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tipped the driver four yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, great. <laughs> Dividing thirty-five by your gross total income, I say you've done quite well for yourself. <laughs> yeah, <there> you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mario's wearing a visor for some reason, <laughs> and he's got a calculator. He's got paperwork. It's he's got those got uh, yeah. those strings around his wrist. <laughs> right, right. A weird cuff on his <laughs> reels of paper. I don't know. Yeah. Man, I have so many. No, I have a listener question. Woody from Park Slope asks. Uh, why is Jason Victor such a chooch? A chooch? What's a chooch? I don't know. Like a uh, he might be a lummox. It's like a stunan. He's not. He's not chooch. He's neither chooch nor lummox. I know. It's crazy. No, question. Jason's a major. Jason's a major and a Queens native. Who, who, <laughs> who he he finally allowed me to say I'm a New Yorker after my 20th year of living here. So uh, I appreciate that. Would he bust your chops about that? He like, would, you know, big uh, time. Come on, twenty. After I, you know, as a he, native New Yorker, uh, I, I was born on. Okay. I was born actually where you're going tonight, Pat, on 50th Street and 9th Avenue. That is correct. And wow. I've never lived anywhere 
outside of the city, most of it in Queens, okay. obviously. But uh, and as a native New Yorker, I would. Uh, what was my point again, Ryan? I don't know. You welcome him? This is the last you, episode. You, I, no, I think ten, I think ten years is plenty. Ten? Okay, plenty. good. Jason Jason Victor, by the way, guitarist in the Dream Syndicate, guitarist in the Miracle Three, yeah. and Queens native. Right. Great. He's fantastic. Who's you're you're in Nintendo? New York for I do footnotes six years. I think you're uh, you know you're a New Yorker. If you're in New York for ten years. You're in. You're in. hundred percent. I think. Yeah. Okay. You're in the club. Okay. okay. Ten years is a long time. Then I'm two hundred percent. Twenty-two years <laughs> in New York. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any regrets about moving to New York? Do you have family no. in L.A. and do you miss them? Or no, no, and no, and yes, I have no regrets. In my, I do have family in L.A. and I go out and see them often. I'm going out next week, so you know I love it here. It's Your parents day. alive? My mother is right. Yeah, and she still lives in uh, California. She lives in L.A. I'll see. I'll see her next week. You know, as so I get out there, and she comes out here, and she likes her here. And she lived in the city. She lives in Santa Monica. Right. Where I was born, so didn't get didn't get too far. We get a question from the chat box. Uh, Jacques asking, uh, "What was it like working with Come on Melting in the Dark?" That's one of the best records I've ever heard. Oh, By the way, yeah, aren't, aren't, nice. aren't they opening for you That's guys? In the, uh... yeah. Wait, Come's opening for what? For who? I, I thought they were opening for you on tour in some capacity. No, they're not. Or... I mean, they're not. They're, I don't think they're fun. I they think don't they, exist. They play, they play shows now and then. They're a great band and was great making that record. That's one of my favorites I've made. They're, they're um, you know, the great experience. Um, just a, a case of I knew their records, I liked them, and I had the same feeling about them, like I was saying about the Dream Snicker before, where they were playing music that nobody else was playing, that I, the kind of thing I liked. You know, the two guitar, bass, and drums with guitars fighting each other all the way, two great guitars. So I got in touch with them and said, do you want to make a record? And they were fans of mine, so I said, sure. And we got together four days, 15 songs, and just blasted it out. Do you put that uh, at a premium, like a band... Uh whether or not you're interested in their style of music, do you put their uh, willingness to, you know, take risks ahead of, you know, everything else? Yeah, I do actually. And taking risks doesn't mean you know, being, you know, you know, Gigi Allen. Gigi, <laughs> you, you couldn't have put it better, right? So not, exactly. It's not. It just means you know, being in the moment and being different every time you play, and not you know, rather than performing a piece, which is I think right. kind of boring. Yeah. You're actually living in the. You're playing off the people you're playing with each. Each night is different because each thing, you only do what you do because somebody else did something else and you're reacting to that. Right. A friend of mine said a good thing to me one time. He said, he goes, I like uh, the sound of a band that's challenging themselves. Right, exactly. Yeah. So in and, that, and that can go, that can go good or bad. I mean, no, that's mm-hmm. not doing it that way. It's it could much be more a jam exciting, band, but it means you can have really bad well, nights. It could be Fugazi, or it could be Smashing Pumpkins, or it could be Fish. You know, I mean, in that in that sense, when you guys are on stage and you're playing like a ten minute long uh, song, do you try to keep it not a piece, and do you try to keep it like, uh, hey, let's just do whatever we want and end it when we want, or is everything planned out? No, no, and it, it happens. Like with the Dream Syndicate, there are songs, of course, we play, we'll play, you know, there's certain songs we'll play every night that are three minutes, four minutes. But we do right. a lot of songs that are 10, 15, 20 minutes, and those start at one place, end somewhere else, and in the middle, I have no idea. It just happens. That's, 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 that's good. That yeah. keeps it, uh, you know, and J- I hate to yeah. say that old cliche, it keeps it fresh, but it fucking does. I think people, I mean, the bands, like, I think people like watching that. I, th- I, think, there's a, right. I think there's a really exciting thing watching a band that's about to fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really, that you don't see that often enough. I think that's a really rare thing these days, to see a band, because even, even cool indie bands now have their stuff all together. Right. Seeing a band where <laughs> you should see us. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I probably love you. We <laughs> could fall apart at any time. <laughs> that's, and we do. You know, that's a good thing. Usually going and by fall apart, I mean I forget how to play the songs. And <laughs> that, that counts. <laughs> 
falling apart is falling apart. Is that your favorite part of playing music? Like when you're in that zone of like, say you're in the, like the seven minute mark and you're just feeling like, oh, well, I've never played this riff before. Yeah, exactly. And I'm in, yeah. you know. When something happens, it's, I, I get more excitement from that than, than perfecting a song. That means nothing to me. But sure. when something new happens that never happened before, that's when you walk on stage and say, what the hell was that? After how many shows? I, you didn't, mean, I didn't know I could play like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know you could play like that. Like, you know, even <laughs> yeah. more. Like, yeah. like when somebody else in the band does something that surprises oh, you. Like, you hear where did that come heard. from? Yeah, yeah. 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 And now, how many shows do you think you played live in your life? Like 3,000, I think. So you play 3,000 shows, and on the 3,001st show, you hear something <laughs> completely new. Oh, that, yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty... Uh, that's pretty rare. That's the best night of the year. Well, it, yeah. sh- it shouldn't be that rare. You it shouldn't, to, right. Yeah, you have to force the issue. You have to rare is not the right word. you got to force the error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We're talking to Steve Wynn of uh, the Dream Syndicate. What a fucking interview this has been. Yeah, this I is great. This is great. Yeah, we're, we're, we're blazing new ground. Yeah, I think, I, th- we, I, th- I think this radio show is like what we're talking about. I get the, like, the, the things just happen, right? It's, yeah, right. I mean, you know. Screw it, you know. So how did this thing start? <laughs> how, 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 did, how did the whole thing get started? What, Are you interviewing me? I am, I am now, I am. From, from uh, my I, point of view, uh, John decided he didn't want to start playing poker at 8 o'clock on Friday nights anymore. And no. And do this instead. Everybody freaked out on him about You know, I don't think about Mario it Mario was often. yelling at him. Like, mm. why are you doing this to us, John? <laughs> and uh, Oh, when I changed work shifts. Oh, you, changed, you, were you, you had a night job before or what? Uh, yeah, I was on four to twelves, and now I'm uh, oh, yeah. I'm two okay. midnights and three days. So, but uh, yeah, so the, the, this show has to like you know end, and usually we, we would play poker after, and uh, that's that's gone. Is that what you're talking right. about? I'm In talking the beginning when we first started we were, the show, not at all, because we were. Playing. I realized I'm a big loudmouth, and I need to talk all the time. Right. And I said, well, if no one listens, I'll just get to talk anyway into the air. John, my, my, my favorite thing that John said about the show was that John wanted it to sound like rehearsal when we're not playing music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Except funnier. And then the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the news thing, like I wanted to get on the air. Like I wanted to have it set up where I can be like, something big's happening. A bomb went off and, and the one train. I want to come out and talk. And that's completely just gone at, on the way. So that's out. <laughs> I don't know. I need com- uh, constant uh, approval, validation, and and creative outlets. Right. Instead of breaking news, we find out half an hour later that we didn't watch Johan Santana. <laughs> yeah. Instead of breaking news, we're breaking like balls. Oh, <laughs> man. You missed that one, Steve. We, 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 yeah, we sat here on the radio, and uh, we never turned the TV on, and we missed the, the first perfect game in Mets history. No hitter. No hitter. No hitter. Sorry. Not a no hitter. Yeah. He walked at least two one guy, maybe two. Now you've got the game on. That's that won't happen again, right? Right, it will never happen <laughs> hey, again. We've been watching, but it's funny to listen back to it and hear us. You oh, know, like, now I notice you have two TVs and they're both on the Mets. You don't yeah. watch. You don't. You don't watch the Yankees here, right? Is that, is that no? Like, I, I would totally watch any baseball yeah. game. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. the, both TVs are hooked up to the same. Like uh, the cable guy's like, "Hey, I could put another box out here for a dollar. You won't be able to like change the channels or anything." I'm like, "All right, put, put it in." What's your team, Steve? <laughs> Well, it's it's kind of, kind of crazy, and, and, but it's it's the Mets, the Yankees, and the Dodgers. And Mets, it, Yankees, yeah. and Dodgers. And there's a good reason for. It. I mean, it, it, you know, it's a lot of people <laughs> kind of raise an eyebrow when you say something like yeah, that. Yeah, people but, get you know. angry when you have like more yeah, than one team. Yeah, like you can't you can't hedge your bet. You got to either suffer or or win. We have a song in the baseball project called Fairweather Fan. <laughs> and we, 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 um, we made this song because the, big, the biggest, we're, I was saying we never get asked, how'd you get your name? We do get asked, all, who's your favorite team? So you did a song with everyone saying their favorite team. And the reality is, Scott McCoy has three favorite teams. I have three favorite teams. Linda has two. Wow. Mike, Mike only has one. He's well, a it's the Braves, yeah, right? Braves yeah. all the way. Yeah. But, but um, 
But what about know, Peter Buck? Does he care about baseball? That, well, Peter's actually the least faithful fan. He's the one in the band who's not a baseball geek all the way. Mike, right. Mike, Scott, me, and Linda are baseball freaks. Peter appreciates it as a, as a you know, a history and as a, as a you know, he definitely right. likes he, baseball. He wants he's to not, watch he's so not, PBS one, right? He's not following. Yeah, exactly. He's, exactly yeah. that's, but but he, when you ask him whose favorite team is, he says the Washington Senators. <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Pilots. <laughs> yeah. That'd be Scott's. <laughs> one season. But no, but the point I was going to say is, is that we made this song to explain it. Cause, and the reason is Scott has three favorite teams and I have three because we move around a lot. Exactly. And when you, when you yeah. com- come from L.A. and to New York, which is like the mecca for you. Right. Now it, it, t- it makes total sense. Right. You're you get Dodgers, Mets, and Yankees. Exactly. You get caught up in the excitement of whatever's happening there. Or you can re- oppose it and, you know, right. w- w- when you move, be an enemy to all your friends in the new city, you know? Interesting question. When you move... I would remain loyal to my hometown team. A lot of people would. So I yeah. realize that that alone is not a good enough excuse. But the reality is, like like we were just saying, I had, New York was the mecca. When I came here, I wanted to get behind the New York team. So as a Dodger fan, it couldn't be the Mets because it's not the National League team. So I right. became a Yankee fan, uh-huh. and I was living up by Columbia University, so <laughs> it's kind of close to the Bronx anyway. Also, at the time, the Yankees were terrible. This is 1994. Oh, oh, yeah. So I wasn't they jumping on a bandwagon. I was just liking a team that I could get into. They needed into. two more years, and they were unstoppable. All of a sudden, but before all of a sudden, that, there were between, what is it, the Don Mattingly, when Don Mattingly wasn't there. Yeah, no, exactly. when Don Mattingly was there. Yeah, right. It, uh, the worst. It's like 78 right. to Actually, early, uh, like Paul, 91. Paul Winfield and Ricky <laughs> Henderson years. Oh, or yeah. Don Mattingly. Yeah. Yeah. The guy came in after the World Series and left like the year before it happened again. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And poor Buck Showalter. Like he, he kind of you know, created the team and then you know, gets no credit for it. Right. right. But that's so another did story. you actually go to the stadium when you were uh, all living the time. in Columbia? Yeah. Oh, all the, t- all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And things I never do anymore. Now I go to like, t- you know, a dozen Mets games every year because it's so easy. Do you? Yeah. Oh, let's go to a Mets game. I got a 20-game plan. <laughs> You're kidding. Really? That's great. No, I do. <laughs> Do you walk there? You're close enough, right? No, actually, I'm not close enough to walk. Well, I could, it would take me about uh, 45 minutes okay. an hour I to walk. I think more than that, right? What I do it's is I, I, uh, I'm luckily, lucky enough that the uh, Long Island Railroad passes right by the house. It's about an eight-minute walk from here, a 10-minute walk. Okay. And that's how I get to work. So uh, it's literally a five-minute train ride to the... Um, to the deck, to the uh, Will boardwalk. Well, it's point. That's great. Perfect. And, uh, you walk yeah, right it's perfect. there. And I have a monthly pass anyway because I have to go to work, so it's a free ride for me in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, me and my brother split a plan. It's great. It's great. <laughs> this guy called me up, started strong-arming me about the tickets. Oh, yeah, you gotcha, huh? They make it really weird and fuzzy about uh, whether you have to buy the playoff tickets and next season. Right. right. And so I go to the no, guy, no, no. I just bought the playoff tickets and they try to bundle everything together. And I know if they don't make the playoffs, they're just going to refund me the money. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh the, and but then I started getting these emails from this guy. You have a ticket rep, right? And right. by the way, Mario, I haven't heard a word from this guy until now. Oh, it's the deadline to buy for next year. So I I talked to the guy. I'm like, my friend Mario told me I don't have to commit well, no, you're, you're not guaranteed your seats. You yet. might not get your seats. Right. Right. I'm like, my seats oh. suck. I want better oh. <laughs> seats. Here's another I one. Thought, I, I said last year when I came into the plan for the first time, in December, I was, he was taking me around looking at seats. And yeah. you get, get, get to pick and That's choose. That's always going to be yours, right? So I, I, yeah. Well, I was like, listen, man, I, I need to go and pick and choose. He's like, no, you'll get to select the seat. Day. Wow. And yeah, I don't right. know. They, I just felt really weird. Like the Mets were good for five minutes. And they all of a sudden oh, they're welcome like, to my world. Everyone needs to buy a like. ticket, right? Well, they did this to me. They I, I bought postseason tickets, and uh, then I get another email saying 
that you I have could to, buy the other half. I could buy the other half. I'm like, <laughs> Which oh, I wait did. a minute. What am I supposed yeah. to do You bought now? both strips. Of course. A and B. Of course. So what am I getting uh, with that? That's some money, man. With strip A, you get the that's wild card, the one game if they play. Make it. Right. Well, this is, the, this is what the Mets do. So now what they do is take all these, this, this $10 million dollars. And they put it in the bank for two months. At 1%. And right? they Let refund everyone their money. How much, they're still <laughs> they making $10,000. Right. <laughs> They don't care. I don't know. Listen, I'm no going on off on a tangent here. We're not interviewing Steve anymore. Say, no, We're yelling at Oh, we'll talk baseball. No, no, Steve, no problem talking listen, baseball. Everybody has to hear this because yeah. I, I busted their chops about only giving me half the plan when I've been there for 30 years. Yeah. So I go, oh, we'll do something. And then I get this email. So I buy the tickets. Without, I'm at work and I'm teaching a class. So I'm buying tickets at the 2 o'clock. I want to get in. I can't get ADA prom box. I go for outfield. Because you're not handicapped. You made no. up a story. I didn't make up a story. I have my partner. His son is handicapped. Oh, no, stop it. He goes to all the Sunday games, my friend. He's psychotic. So anyway, I go. To, I just buy a ticket. He's like, there hey, looking. my cousin has a toothache. I, I need home. ADA seats. Listen to this. The AD, the seats I bought the first time with my plan cost four fifty five a ticket. And now these seats, which are not as good, cost $800 a ticket. A strip. Right. So they, they, they doubled, they almost doubled what the price of the ticket is. Because now it's a secondary sale. And so now I'm already calling the, I call the That's Mets great. today. Call, you're on the air. I'm going to be calling the live on, five on my side. I'm going to get this on the oh, news. Oh, you're going to get seven on your side? I was, on the, the I was on the phone with my ticket rep today. Where are you? Oh, yeah. to the Islanders. Yeah. Pat's a big they Islanders jacked guy. the price up. Are they going to make the postseason? Uh, it's tough, man. You know, no matter what happens, we have to play a one-game playoff. They yeah, said, yeah, yeah, they yeah. said, uh, three, no matter what, three happened. weeks ago that it's a it's three weeks ago it was a seven percent chance. Today it's a seventy. Yeah, is that right? Well, yeah, they yeah, went. Yeah, out, I'll there, tell there, you there, what, there, it turned it around. I, I went to those two of those Marlins games, one with one with Mario and one with my son. Yeah, and uh, we swept the Marlins. Yeah. And that was the turnaround. Like, and, and like two weeks before that, you lose a couple games of. Well, it's that's over. the turnaround. The season's Put over. A fork and in you him. win a couple yeah. games against the Mullins. Well, that's the turnaround. We're in the playoffs. Yeah, here we go. We're on our way. So, Mets fans are so fickle. And, like, <laughs> they're like, every Mets fan <laughs> is the uh, the Randy Quaid Indians guy <laughs> with the, the tape over every the jersey yelling about how they stink. And it makes me nuts because yeah. you got to believe. We well. went to the game with the greatest Met pessimist in the world, the great Etan Mertzky. He was so afraid Eitan of heights. Justice, He's justice. afraid of heights. We were sitting in row one in the 400 levels. So every time something good would happen, he'd get up and then he'd realize he's on the first row and he'd just like pull back. He, he and he hums and sings the whole game. Rip. The guy's a consummate, you know. Does he? A I didn't hear that. He, he hums and sings a, during the game. He wrote a song, yeah. actually, it's connected to uh, you in a way, is yeah. that uh, he wrote a song for the film Happiness, which was the title track, which um, Michael Stipe ended up performing for that. Right, that's right. Con- that's that is connected to me. That they, yeah. in, in, in a way, yeah. I guess, I guess. Nine degrees. Because Michael the one I don't play with. Yeah, the Todd Solis. Mario, can I ask you a question? Have you ever sung the national anthem at a Brewers game? Did you? No, I but did. someone in this room has. Just a Steve, few weeks ago, you got the honor. <laughs> Just a few weeks. Actually, did you nail it? What nailed it? Absolutely. Yeah. Sang it at a at a Brewers game and a Twins game a couple days later. 
Nice. We're getting what? We're getting good at the anthem now. We're going oh to be man! Really How do you get these invites? What happens? You're on we're the, the we're, on the we're the baseball project. You know, it's like you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's how do you how do you work out the anthem? You have all four of you up there, and you do it uh, just us, a acoustic band kind of in a way. All or four or? of us acapella. Acapella, and we get more brave every time. Like we we, we start <laughs> we, we we did it. We did it the first time we did it. The first time we did it was at Fenway Park, a Yankees Red Sox Fourth of July game. Wow! How yeah. many times have you sung the national anthem at a baseball game? Um, at major league games, I think four times now. Wow. A bunch of spring training games, a bunch of minor league games. What Jeez, happens Louise. when you're invited to do this? Then you get the VIP tickets with the food Mario and everything, Mario just wants right? to know if you, you get know, free food yeah. with it. What happens then? It, it, it varies. I'll say the The Brewers are the nicest team to us. They're the, they're great. The Brewers take great care of us. They, they, I like the Brewers. Yeah, I got no they problem give, with They give us luxury boxes and give us hot dogs and beers and stuff. They're, nice. they're great. <laughs> Did they let you go down the slide? No, I want to oh, do that. Fuck them. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. No, no. I, I'm not going to. They did not let us go down the slide, which I do want to do next time. But they did give us a bag of swag. And we've got a Bob Euchre alarm clock. Nice. <laughs> and Linda and I Hey, watch out. That thing might go off at any moment. Swag. It's great. It goes off. And says, this guy's got hey, an alarm you. clock. Hey, you. Wake up. Get out of bed. Oh, wake up. Get out of bed, <laughs> yeah, you pansy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. What the hell's wrong with it? I just watched Major League today. Did you? For the first time. No. Oh. Did you hear it when, when our friend Tom? Who's usually here during the show? Uh, just visited a uh, uh, what is it? What is the Brewer Stadium called? Miller, uh, Park. Miller Park. Miller Park. Beautiful stadium. So uh, he asked the usher, uh, "Hey, uh, hey, man, uh, you know where's the? Uh, I'm looking for the Bob Euchre statue. Do you know where it is?" And the usher goes, "Just a bit outside." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very like he That's said that one. about yeah, a thousand yeah, times yeah, yeah, in yeah. one night, but it's so perfect. <laughs> so it's can so we pay to can say? Can you get a butt heavy at Miller Park? <laughs> oh, I wonder. If you can get anything, but it's Absolutely. just Miller. Oh, oh, Even the vodka sure. has Miller no. I think they have other beers there. I think I've had something else besides that. But okay, <laughs> not all the same not, company thing, anyway. Not only has sung the anthem at, at ballparks. In I, I threw out the first pitch at Wrigley Field. Oh, my oh, God, man. Steve. It's come on, on, man. It's on YouTube. You can look up. It's a strike wow. if you're really tall. Yeah? If you're really you tall. You throw from the strike. mound? What? Through off the mound. Off Shake the off a sign? You're my baseball I, hero. I called my own pitch. Nice. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> kind of an ethos. That is the dream. <laughs> I, it was, I was, that is the how dream. How do you score that? Let me say, I don't, get, I don't know about you guys. I don't get nervous about shows. I go. I do. That's, I, oh, I, I, no, that's every a, time. That's I the want least to throw nervous. up. Yeah. I, got, I got nervous coming out here being with you guys. I, but playing, oh, a yeah. show, <laughs> playing a show, I don't get nervous. We're going to cut you down. But, but right. throwing, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> but, 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 but throwing out a first pitch is the most nervous I've ever been in my life. Yeah, because if you missed, you're like, Oh, the worst! Yeah. Like your, yeah. I hope no. your dad wasn't alive at this point, right? He was. He, he was. was. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Did you, did you was say your dad a baseball fan? Yeah, yeah. No, nobody no? in my family. Okay. Is crazy. Yeah, me neither. My yeah. parents really? are. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's just kind of happened because I live in Queens. My dad could care less about sports, but I can yeah. imagine like like if your dad was really into baseball, like you just. Just missing badly and oh God, right, that is terrible. The worst thing that no. ever happened. No, it would have been my throughout own. the first pitch of the baseball game. Yeah, it's crazy. Nice. Yeah, that is better than all your musical accomplishments. I know. Rolled into it life. is. It is. It is. <laughs> if I may, how did you score that? How'd you get that? <laughs> oh, how did you score that? Strike, of course. He <laughs> had to buy season tickets. <laughs> how did you get to throw the first pitch? Um, off the black. Well, I mean, we do get invited to do stuff like that because the baseball project has a following. And okay. with the funny thing about the band is. We don't have a lot of players who are fans. We have a few, like Jack McDowell. We wrote a song about him. He loves the band and a few right. other people. But our fans are front office people, announcers. So the play-by-play guy for the Cubs, Glenn Casper, loves the band. He's a big. He's one of our biggest fans. So he made it. You know, made it happen. I listened to that guy on the uh, MLB uh, app 
Oh, and yeah. He's, listen to the out of town. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah, and what a great ballpark, too. Jack McCall. I've what, never been to Wrigley Field. It's a, oh, it's, it's great. I regret it so much. Yeah, I, I gotta lot, go. A lot Every of, time I'm in Chicago, I've been there like ten times. They're always lot, out of town. Oh, I've been no. to White Sox game. Okay, it, it's like the the park is right in the middle of this, you know, of a busy street. Right. Yeah, so crazy. it's it's bizarre. You walk right into. Oh, it. that's exactly like how Fenway is, kind of too. Oh, you got to go to Fenway. It's built into the town. I'm afraid of Fenway. We saw the Mets play the Red Sox. We got killed. This is like 2012 or something. And, Good uh, times. Yeah, Mario and I went to a hotel room and the police showed we up. We got raided. <laughs> we got raided. <laughs> we were hiding uh, on the floor at the but hotel room. But it was room. a crazy game. Uh, it hailed. There was a hail delay. A hail it, delay? It was 93 degrees out and the sun was oh. out and it hailed for 20 minutes. And we had all had to hide and go inside and the game was delayed on, on, on account of hail. <laughs> then there was a twister delay. Yeah, it was nutty weather. It was yeah, crazy. Right. But And then we were doing fine and this is when like even like like six years ago, you thought David Ortiz was washed up, and now he's like you know an all star again. Unbelievable! You're like, man, this guy can't hit at all. Big yeah. poppy. And they just yeah. started slamming home runs off us like crazy. Are they and there's always just like at the Mets games, there's always just people with with the Yankees suck T-shirts on. It's like the Yankees aren't playing today. I know, you yeah. weirdo. You know, well, no, I'm just here to. Yeah, yeah. Just got to reiterate. Yeah, hmm. right. I'm a, basically I'm, a, I'm more of a uh, minor league fan, but I just want to show up and tell so you. So at every Islanders game, there's always the random dude who shows up wearing a Rangers jersey and oh, tries man. to do the pop and sucks. It's like, yeah, dude, come on. Fuck that. The guys at the hockey games that I go to show up in like football jerseys. It's weird. <laughs> there's a guy in a Jacksonville Jaguars. Because the Rangers, they don't <laughs> care about hockey. If they knew anything about hockey, there wouldn't be Rangers supporters. Oh, but we're saying oh, Fenway is bases loaded. Man. As, as, a, as far as a uh, yeah, I've I've driven past Wrigley. No outs. No outs. And uh, as far as a stadium built into the town, where it's not you know uh, sequestered in some industrial area, where it's a parking lot, it's like built. There's like here's you know Joe's Pizza Shop, and there's the stadium, and it's all on the same level. That was really cool. Can you and that's turn the way off I, your Nintendo DS, please? Yeah, it's like the third time it went off. I got a guy seriously. delivering a refrigerator. Now stop it. Look at his phone. Now you City, can't turn that City off. Yeah, what is that, a fucking jitterbug? City feels a little bit like that. City feels a, a little, little bit like, like that, that, only that we're pushed off. But I really, really like the way what they did with City Field. I do. I uh, enjoy it too. more and more every time. Yeah, it's great. open air. You can see everything no matter where you are. And they kind of mm. used to encourage good. you to walk around. I don't really yeah. care about I don't need it at the ball game. City Field is a little uh, trick. You could bring whatever you like. And Mario and I bring Taco Bell in and uh, <laughs> sandwiches. You could bring any, unlike Yankee Stadium, you could bring any food you like. Okay. Into City Field, so don't buy like a twelve, you know, dollar pretzel. Well, here's the thing for me: I live, let's say, with a thirty. Oh, you could walk a thirty-four blocks. Yeah, my way to get to City Fields, I walk half a block, turn left on Roosevelt, and off I go. Yeah. So, so between my and I walk, th- I w- I do walk there all the time. Between me and City Field, there's all amazing oh, taco yeah. trucks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and you know. Great food cards, and by the time I get to the game, I'm full already. Right. It's, 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 it's <laughs> full before you get there. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> oh, so you walk, you walk straight down Roosevelt. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's that's like that's like taco and food oh, heaven right there. Absolutely nice. There and back. Yeah. Uh, so you're on uh, what street are you on? You don't have to say the exact street, but you're like 70 something or whatever. In the in, in the 80s. 80s. Low 80s. Oh, you got a you got a nice little walk there. Yeah. 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 Perfect. 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 It's beautiful. I think it's a 80th Street. You know that. 80th Street. Come on. I've been come to by. the new come Yankee by. Stadium. By the hospital. 80th yeah. Street. <laughs> by the hospital. <laughs> by the hospital. Right. By the hospital. I know where, if I, if I you know, break my, break my leg, I know where to go. <laughs> I know where to crawl. Yeah, 80th Street's good. So then we walk through. And, and, oh, yeah. you, have you been to this place, uh, Nick's Tamal in Corona? 
Oh, yeah, it's great. That's good. good. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. That's real tacos. Yeah, yeah. Good carnitas. Yeah, I prefer the uh, fake tortilla shells. But I'm Go to the, yeah, the Ortegas. The Argentinian place on 35th I mean, Avenue. It, the food, the food in, in, in Queens is the best. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've, you know, now, you know, I, we talked about when you get to say you're an official New Yorker, and I, and I, I passed that one. I want to be able to say I'm actually a Queens native now, or I'm a Queens resident, or whatever you want. To, I'm not not a native, but you know I've lived here four years, and I bore non-Queens people to death talking about how great it is. Oh out yeah, here, yeah. How great the food is. How great everything. They is just out blank here. out. Yeah. Pio Pio is that near you? You go to the chop- very close, very chopped close, up very hot close. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> chopped up hot. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 sausage yeah. and potato appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. It was like four years ago. It was yeah. pretty good. Hot dogs <laughs> and French fries, pretty much. That okay. place is awesome. That's that per- whole block. Peruvian. The Pio Pio block. Peruvian There's chicken. A, oh man, across the street is a place called Amaro. The Pisco mm-hmm. Sours there. You can go in there nice. and drink two of those Pisco Sours, and you're staggering out at the right. end of the night. There's a good Indian restaurant over there too. Jackson Diner. What was that? No, Jackson Diner's terrible. Don't 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 go there. It's horrible. Bar, well, you gotta don't go do the, it. You got to go to the Buccaneer Diner. That's the place you got to end up. Oh, man. I've seen that place. What's going on there? Oh, yeah. You want to go You want to go there in the middle of the night? Oh, no, There was a place on the corner. I've seen that place. Like, like, yeah. a, like a real shady, shady, <laughs> shady bar on the corner that was there for years. It might be gone now. In Jackson I, Heights. Yeah. It was like Northern Boulevard and, uh, I don't know, 77th Street or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The crazy, like, corner bar that just, like, it just, uh, the sign fell off and they didn't care. And yeah. There are a lot of sports bars in my neighborhood, but I think it's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. Soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But something else. Could ju- oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something else. Oh, you think there. that's right. It's yeah, a front. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a front yeah. for uh, yeah, 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 prostitution yeah, is what yeah. you're saying. The oldest sport. Fuck it. Two dollars for a dance. Yeah, that's it. What is the deal? The, the two dollar dance bars, right? That's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. It's uh-huh. really funny. They're lonely, B. I know. Nothing wrong with that. Guys are dancing. <laughs> Talking to Steve Stop. Wynn from the Dream Syndicate here live from the Let's do a radio. restaurant version of Crap Not Crap. <laughs> we should. I want to do a baseball <laughs> Excellent, excellent time version. to do a station ID, John. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. We got to let the people know because, I don't know, maybe we don't. I was going to say, I like the way it sounds when you said we're here with Steve Wynn. I want you to say it again. Here, we're here with Steve Wynn on oh, Live from the so Barrage. Good. Sounds so good. I say that all the time. Steve, oh. uh, the new Dream Syndicate album, is that available for purchase? No, it is going to be finished this Monday. We're mastering on Monday. This Monday? We're mastering it on Monday with Greg Calby, the wonderful Greg Calby. And, we're, and, nice. then, we're gonna, and, then, then, and then we are going to be picking out a label, and probably will come out hopefully in the spring. Cool. Wow. Yeah, and, and it's great. And I don't always say that when I finish a record, but it's really good. That's the first uh, album in 30 years. First album in 30 years. And how Amazing. many how many members are consistent um, from the, the last record? The, the, the original members, would, me and Dennis Tuck, the drummer, and the bass player Mark Walden, who was in the band almost the entire time, and Jason Victor's the new guy. But the really cool thing on the record is Kendra Smith, the original bass player, right. sings a song on the album. Oh, so cool. Great. So very, very full circle. Nice. It's a family affair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What should we do? Uh, you know, Tommy's out here. I don't know. I'm pointing at me. Well, the Mets are making a big run right now. I think the Mets they, are yeah. making a big yeah. run. There was a look like a just a, tied up, tied up, a yeah. short center error. Wow, we tied it up with yeah. one yeah. two men on yeah. base and one out. There you go. Let's hit into a double and play. And it was no, uh, base hit Curtis Grandison. Who's up, Jay Bruce? This guy. Ga- oh, Kelly, Kelly Johnson. Johnson. What about Jay Bruce? He that, that, you know, he's been doing pretty good. Bruce. He's been yeah. Well, he kind of picked it up. He was terrible. I think it's in his head. And they would give Jay Bruce like uh, days off, mental health days off, because the guy—I yeah. don't know—something's. Nah, he said. Uh, and he it's d- funny because last year, before we got Cespedes, mental. Here we go. Here we go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's a run coming in. Mets take the lead. That's five great. to four. Oh, no. That's great. 
Big throw coming into second. Kelly yeah. Johnson safe stand. Kelly base is loaded. Kelly, I love Kelly Johnson. Kelly Johnson. Second and third with one out. I have an incest, but Kelly Johnson is a situational hitter, and a guy like Keith Hernandez would love him. By yeah. the way, uh, I went to the game the other day, and uh, when Cespedes <laughs> comes out to bat now, they do the uh, Lion King uh, beginning. It Did was insane. All right, so the other day, what uh, the, fir- the first Miami game, Cespedes usually comes out to some like le- Latin song. <laughs> he comes out, it's like, my whole section, we turn around and look at each other like, what the hell just happened? He just came out to the Lion King. Four times Saturday night. I go to smoke a cigarette on the ramp, and I see on the board, that's on the side of the Grand Central that advertises whatever that the line they have line kit so I go oh it's a tie-in promotion or something you know but then Wilmer Flores comes out to the goddamn Friends theme song right. two nights ago that's what? the other one uh, that's right heard like, about what that. the heck is I going heard, super, I heard I heard he super, loves Friends right he's, he's a like, super he's, fan he watches show. Friends on the plane all day it's got to be an inside but it's joke. like this yin what the yin, hell? yin and yang that's how he learned English and Cespedes is the Lion King and then like Flores and, gets up oh, bam, 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 that's insane and the whole audience at the same time does the do they? Yeah, uh, everybody. It's does the th- most Metsis things yeah. ever. Like even signing Tim just, Tebow, which we didn't even get to. Just to draw a dark picture, we also sing uh, "Piano Man" at some point. No, in the I, I try to really go. And, I try to go to the bathroom it's during so piano. Is and people happen? are rocking oh. back is, and forth like it's a novelty. And it's Steve, horrible. Steve, what's your opinion on uh, Billy Joel? What's your opinion? Really? I mean, does one have to have an opinion on Billy? No, you don't have. Yeah, no. He's he's I have none really. I like I like. I, I like that he flies back and forth to his, his gigs in the mass. I, I like that his local gig is the garden. I, I, I kind of like. I, I really admire that. I like. Yeah. You know, I like. I've got Bowery Electric. That's great. He, he takes the, the Ron Conkoma train. I think <laughs> he flies out of MacArthur's <laughs> from a town <laughs> called Oyster Bay, Long Island. Him a boy with a six no. string in his hand. Here we go. No, I, I like. I, I read that they had a profile in the New Yorker about that he. That he he finishes a gig at the garden, his, his 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 local gig, and then he finishes, and they get his wife gets the popcorn from backstage and takes it on the takes it on the plane, and goes home to what to bring back home to watch a movie with. I, I love the idea of like you know, yeah, Billy Joel raised the backstage. That's all he lets her Dude, eat. I couldn't if, if I played a, a two and a half hour show like Bruce Springsteen or Billy Joel. All I want to do is like go home and go to sleep. That's crazy. He's like, oh, let's watch, let's watch uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, <laughs> which I watched the other night, by the way. Oh. I, I was about to go to sleep, and I, was, I, I started falling asleep because I knew I was falling asleep because I started dreaming a little. Hmm. And then I woke up, and uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance was on, which is not a great movie by any measure. <laughs> which but, one uh, is that? It's the one where he's with Samuel L. Jackson. They're oh, running man. around New York City. And Sam Jackson hates and white people Jer- in the movie. Jeremy Irons is the bad guy. Yeah. And uh, but it, uh, somehow it was riveting, and then I got up to. I so what, that's the uh, riddle me this, John McClane. Exactly, it was all yeah. riddles and stuff like uh, that. Yeah, riddles, yeah. riddles. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't yeah. know what's happening, but <laughs> I'll watch, you know, Bruce Willis uh, drive a dump truck and read the phone book, and I, it's two thirty in the morning. Right, I was getting Mario's frozen mug <laughs> when you were talking about this. Uh, did you mention the opening scene in that movie where Bruce Willis has to wear? Oh yeah, the, uh, the the N-word the, thing. The sandwich board. With, he has to wear a, a, like a sandwich board on his person. Delicious. In in uptown Manhattan, I think it's either like Harlem or the Bronx or something, with the shirt that oh, says. Oh yeah, it's a horrible thing. I didn't see the beginning. Yeah. All I know is that I'll never forget that the twenty-first president is Chester A. Arthur. Ah. 
<laughs> Fun time. Uh, well, we're talking to Steve Wynn uh, from the Dream Syndicate. Thank you for joining us, Steve. We're on Live from the Garage here on Radio Yeah, Gulf. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hey, we got a. Uh, should, should we take a quick break yeah, and then play break, some. Baby. Uh, I heard the Mets take the lead. Jason, yeah. you get. Uh, Bases loaded. Steve, you want to stick around for a little while? Sure. Play let's a little do it. Uh, crap, yeah. not crap. And yeah, yeah. yeah here's Michael Conforto. Keep throwing yeah. him down, bringing him back up, bringing and him back up, throwing him down. Bases loaded. He's hitting 216. It's one out. He's it's the top of the eighth. He's batting four thirty. Mets up by one run, trying to keep the wild card right. alive. And that he took a big he's cut. B- he's yeah. batting four forty <laughs> in the minors. Right. No. Well, that's uh-huh. listen. Our minor league team is in Las Vegas. The yeah. pitchers can't get a grip on the ball. It's dry. It's one hundred twenty degrees. Very dry. Yep. Very dry. They, they, they have to. Heard, they have to they put them in humidors. They have right. to. You know, readjust all everyone's yep. stats. You don't know what's real. It's right. true. Hey, be, PCH. Before we take a break, PCH. Steve, would you? Be as kind as to play some songs for us when we return. Oh yeah, you oh, want? Yeah, pl- sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind? Yeah. I tuned up the acoustic yeah, yeah. guitar right. there. We, we, we yeah, would yeah. love that. Before the break or after the break? Let's do after the break. Let's okay. Break. Set them up. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, let's take a quick let's break. We'll set uh, Steve up and uh, yeah, listen, everybody. You might get a uh, special treat. You might get a live uh, Steve Wynn performance right here. If we're if oh, yeah. stick around, stick around. If we play our cards right, poker, <laughs> poker. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. We'll be back after this. Oh, hey. Roll four. Seven to four Mets. Oh, wow. Nice. That's it. Perfect. Still one out. It's a beautiful thing. These guys are supposed to deliver a refrigerator between 12 and 4. That's crazy. 12 and 4 a.m. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Live from the Broad on Radio Loop.
back live from the Barrage. Sorry about the plosives. And, uh, yeah, of course, that's dream, <laughs> the Dream Syndicate. People in, in the chat box going, hey, who's this new hip band? You know, we want to we want to know more about them. And uh, turns out that was recorded in 1983. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's amazing. Oh, my God. And, wh- and wait, what it is, I, I like what that one person said. It sounded like a cross between the Misfits and Sloan. It's, it's like yeah. the Misfits and Sloan yeah, had a baby. Wow. Yeah, that, that's kind of interesting. Damn. I would have never thought it, but once he said it, it kind of yeah. makes sense. You, are you a Sloan fan? Do you know about the You know what? It's, f- it's funny you say that. Um, not necessarily, but I have a friend who just loves them beyond loves them. And he's, right. always sending, he's always sending me Sloan songs. And he just did today. <laughs> he just did today. He sent me a Sloan song. And they're, it's great. And he said, you got to see him in October um, when right. they play in town. So they're a good live band. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're fun. They're Canadian. They're friendly. And uh, but uh, Sloan is kind of like that's, very that's, that's like redundant. Canadian friendly. Canadian yeah, friendly. Yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah. you know, it, they're really popular. I understand why people don't wouldn't be into it. Yeah. But uh, I like Sloan. They're good. Mm, they Thank you. <laughs> Everyone wants to know what I think about Canadian bands. And I've never been compared to Sloan, so that's great. <laughs> I'll tell my buddy. He'll like that. I, I will say that they uh, they do not phone it in. They Thank bring you. It, they bring it every they time. Bring it every time. Okay. What, what mic are you Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so uh, I'm gonna grab the guitar we, we might be in for a little treat here. Yeah. Uh, Steve Wynn, uh, of course, the famous Steve Wynn, legend punk rock rock and roll paisley legend is might pick up uh, my own guitar that i uh, own and play a song on it or maybe, two. maybe he'll sign it for you sign my don mattingly card that's okay the last one i had the exact same guitar and someone stole it off my porch uh, I'm gonna, yeah, it was I'm a bummer. Gonna, I'm going to sign your 1909 um, Honus Wagner baseball card. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, all right. Let me figure out this. Uh, let me figure out this mixer thing. Okay, so Steve, you're on the same mic uh, vocally you've been on the whole time, okay. right? Hopefully, we can pick it up out here. Come on, music uh, off. Take that. That's what I'm doing. Mic to your right and point it towards that guitar. I'm doing this. Hold on. Oh, you could do that. Okay, but you got to hold it, it the whole time. Two before the break. Steve, uh, close. Brian, give it to me. I'm going to untangle it from here and give it back to you. Or don't even. I, don't even. I could angle this mic here, too. We got a fucking live musical Let's take care of this on the air. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole 15 minutes to do this, Well, we, No, we can't do sound checks <laughs> live. It's just the way it is. Yeah, you know, point, Mike. I'm working on a limited budget, and by limited budget, I mean zero dollars. I thought we raised $20 for Radio Nova. Yeah, we did. You guys all owe another $10. Listeners, contribute now. Poor Hit the color. little pay now button on the corner of your screen. That works. By the way, thank you, Steve, for being here. This is, oh, my pleasure. It's been a, an incredible pleasure for me. What a great interview. Really excited about it. The tuning is pretty close here, so I can do it. Because I want to do a baseball song. We get the game on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which mic is that music? Just tap it for a second there. Okay, I got that one. I think that's well, mic four. Hope. I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and tune all day because that's, that's not very exciting. So yeah, you can so tune. You, you. We'll talk about Ryan's Hawaiian vacation. Want a tuner? I mean, no, that that works. Three thousand shows. Yeah, three thousand. Three thousand <laughs> first right here. We got the game on. I'm gonna do this song. Um, this is a song by the Baseball Project. Um, it's in we're watching the game, and um, sorry, the last record we made, a record called Third, 
And it was a song that I wrote about Alex Rodriguez, and who I think at this point is the most valuable player for the Yankees for, for leaving. So <laughs> that's terrible to say. I actually, yeah, you know, yeah I feel you, bad for him too. I, know I really do. Say. I do. And and, and I, I will say that I've gone I've gone from not caring about him, you know, yes. early on to I've been through to these act, emotions, to, yes, to, to hating him. And I will say, when he came back last year, there was a great, I'm, I'm going to bore all, even even baseball fans, but there was a great article on him in the cover story in ESPN Magazine the, the, when he came back. Really made you feel for the guy that he did, yeah. was doing his best to, to make something out of what he did in his life. Right. And He um, would have been a great ball player regardless, regardless of what happened. And, but I got really pissed off at him the year before the suspension when, um, when, when, when Mariano was about to retire and A-Rod was stealing all the headlines. Just by a Rod shenanigans, right. because he's, he's yeah. a, he sucks, you know, sucks the air out of the room. I've come around <laughs> on him. I was at the game, his last game. I was there when it poured. Oh, rain. you went? I went. Those to that tickets game. went from twenty five dollars to five hundred. I I had a somebody invited me. Um, um, Jeremy Tepper, thank you if you're listening. And he invited me to the game. We had great seats. It was fantastic. But it was pouring rain during his his um. Big he finale. got a hit though, right? I think the first at bat he, he, he got, got a, a double, hit, maybe, and he played third base at the end, and and um, we were right. Uh, so they put him out classy. there at third. Yeah, at it, was, it was great. But listen, yeah, so, as, you're right though. As time goes on, I I kind of felt worse and worse for the guy. Like he got a bad rap. Listen, everyone was doing it, whatever. Listen, he was kind of a dick. He was dickish about it in the beginning. And that's he was what very you, dickish, but the last two years he was a good guy. Yeah, and then he was and trying he to mentor really, the young guys. And, okay. and I gotta say, he really did the right thing by not coming back with the Marlins. And so, you know, I, I feel like I, yeah, I feel yeah. I gotta say, a rod of the last two years, great guy, did all he kind of screwed up. Did all the he Yankees kind. just like you're, you have to retire now. Pete Rose, are you listening? You could take a few notes. Kinda, I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, a, a- rod could be uh, the, the cleanup hitter on the Reds or the Braves. Well, well it's kind of script they kept to share, but not a rod. But that's that's you know that's another story altogether. Yeah, well, to to share could hit a. You know, he's probably still good for 20, 20 home runs. from Teixeira. But, okay, this is a song I wrote. That this was written when I hated A-Rod during, during right. pre-suspension. <laughs> so I, I give you that caveat. And the song is called 13. And, All right. Uh, Here's 13 by Steve Wynn. Creative tuning, but, you know, you'll get the idea. When you started in Seattle You were barely just a kid I think you learned how to dope in Texas Just like everybody did When you came out to the South Bronx You were the 13th shoot The babe had the number three So you tempted fate and you settled on 13, 13, 13. Some things don't come down to luck. It's just the way that you added up 13. <laughs> you didn't like the numbers. Or the talent, or the drive But sometimes we all need just a little more To make us feel alive And you swear that you wouldn't get caught Sneaky and serpentine Detection is for losers 
And losers just don't hang out with 13 13 13 Some things don't come down to luck It's just the way that you added up 13 Sometimes I wonder what I'd do If I had the chance to stand inside your spikes and shoes It didn't help when your talent dwindled It didn't help when your body failed It didn't help when all your handlers Were facing time in jail It might have helped if you showed remorse But you don't know what that means Contrition is for losers until you lose it all unlucky like 13 13 13 some things don't come down to luck it's just the way that you added up 13 13 13 Some things don't come down to luck It's just the way that you added up 13 Yeah! Yeah! Wow! You know, I never thought of it that way before. <laughs> which, part, the, which part of it? <laughs> the, un, the, the unlucky number and I the, know, right? the way it goes. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's fucking... You, Man. Well, I knew I wanted to write a song about him that year, and uh, and because we had to find things to write songs about the baseball project, and I think what can I call a song about A Rod? And I was watching the game, when oh my god, thirteen! Right, That's I it. never realized. That. Yeah. Look at his number. He like, chose that number. He's, he's dead. And look at who's up, number thirteen uh, for the Braves. Look at that, right it's, now yeah. as we speak. As we speak, probably a more <laughs> you know benign thirteen. A more forgettable 13. Who were the best uh, double zeros? We had like uh, Tony Perez or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was a, yeah, we had a double zero on yeah. there, right? I, was it Timo? No, it wasn't Timo. No. I forget who was double no, yeah. zero. Not Timo. But look, how crazy is that that number 13 gets up for the Braves just now? I know. That, that, that is song. crazy. That is crazy. Steve, this is destined to be, Steve. It might be about him. Might be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great. I never, you know, I, when, when I was, uh, all this A-Rod stuff was happening, what, you know, 15, maybe even 20 years ago, right? I don't even know. This uh, I read, read the uh, Daily News every day. Mm-hmm. And I uh, would look at him every day, and I would look at the number 13, and I never fucking put it together. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, he, and I say in the song, he had always been number three before that, but when he came right. to Yankees, he couldn't be three. Yes. So he had That's to choose right. new number. Who was number, number three? Okay. Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. Oh, course. Babe yeah. Ruth. Yeah. yeah, right. Who's that? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. never heard of him. <laughs> so, I heard he's a good pitcher I mean, for the every, Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, the Yankees have no numbers left there. Every, every number is retired. Oh, God, right. you're right. right. Well, let's yeah. go uh, yeah. number, number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're retiring like uh, Paul O'Neill now. And Who's number one in the Yankees? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Oh, God, they're retiring. Everybody's. Steve, you played. Well, you got number two is uh, number two is Gary Gregg.
Andy Vance. Andy Vance like cheaters. Number two. Retiring Jeff One Nelson's is Gehrig, right? Yeah. Three is Ruth. Yeah. No, four it might be Gehrig. Jimmy, I don't know. Jimmy Key is in Four is Gehrig. Three is Ruth. Eight is Dara. Um, Dickie is five. R.A. Dickie. But they're all. They're all. R.A. Dickie. Elston Howard. What's Whitey Ford? He's a low number two, right? What is his number? He's retired also. 10 or 11 or something. I don't know, man. Whitey Ford's got to be retired. They retire numbers like crazy. What's Reggie Jacks? Have you have you played Cooperstown? Have you ever? Because you played baseball. Yeah, sports. yeah. We we played we played in the Hall of Fame. Wow, we played, no. We played, we played actually inside the Hall. They have a mock field in there where they. Dude, right, your right. life it's is awesome. I, it is. We I, went <laughs> we, we went to the uh, last Hall of Fame ceremony with Piazza and Griffin. We did. It was oh, very hot. How was that? How was that? It was, it was, it was an a lot adventure. of fun. Mario uh, yeah. uh, forced me to go, and he had a pop up tech, tent technology, and we camped out in a brewery. Seven hundred Met fans went from City Field. Oh. We took 13 buses. I was no, so that's great. 13. 13. 13. 13 buses. So have you ever played like for the big ceremony when it was like the Hall of Fame week? No, no, never done that. It's crazy. That's yeah. like the Woodstock. You played of inside yeah. of the Hall of Fame, the actual baseball yeah. Hall of Fame. On, on, the, on that little, you know, the, 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 the that kind of still field, the stadium field right. kind of thing. How does that happen? The board of trustees. Um, You know, things happen. Trustees. The, the trustees. trustees. <laughs> the board of trustees. <laughs> the saddest thing I saw that week was that all the players have their boots outside and they're signing autographs for $20, $25. Right, that's and where I got my Lenny Dykstra autograph. And then I walk across the street and there's Denny McLean sitting by himself. Right. Oh, and it's like just yeah. by anything and well, I'll sign. Who's the other guy? He's the greatest. He's yeah. the greatest seasons well, ever. Well, yeah. look at the guy, from the, the guy from the Tigers, uh, Al, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Al, uh, Kaline, K- uh, Kaline, yeah. He's sitting out there. No one knows who the fuck he wow. is. It's like K-line, that guy God. fucking He's won the World though? Series. Goddamn it! But Denny McLean's the only player to ever win thirty games, go to jail, yeah. and make a record on Capitol playing <laughs> organ music. I mean, no one's ever done that. No one's ever done That's that. It's <laughs> a triple threat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best part of that whole like so, like a bunch of guys signing outside for ten twenty bucks thing uh, uh, in Cooperstown when we went was a uh, was um. What's his name? Lenny? No. The old uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, fucking uh, Ed Crample. Oh, Ed Crample. Yeah. Wow. Eddie, Cr- Eddie Crample Jeez. sitting on the side. Now, I, I, I get him. Crample. There's nobody around. It's just Ed Crample. He's, yeah. ta- he's talking to some dude. And uh, there's no line for autographs. And they're wrapping it up. And he's going, those fuckers. Wow. Fuck the Mets. Yeah. Those cocksuckers. <laughs> I give a fuck. He never did nothing for me. Ed Crapel was a great player, but he I was I think he might have been hiding a bottle under the table. <laughs> Ed Crapel was on fire, and I never heard such filth. Oh, up. yeah. When I was a kid, every weekend at the Queen Center Mall, Ed Cranepool and Cleon Jones would sign autographs. You know what I told him? He's an autograph whore. I have like 17 Ed Cranepool autographs. Oh, you kept going back every time? Oh, yeah, I got like two <laughs> See you Ed again, Cranepool, kid. Here, here, here he comes. Here comes that yeah. kid. He's like... <laughs> How many yeah. Ed Crane yeah. Pool? You goes, probably have the most Ed Crane Pool autographs ever, right? I do. Yes. yes. Yeah. He actually ended the conversation with some just some random guy he was talking to. Uh, he goes, uh, you tell him Eddie Crane Pool said to go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, he really said that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Terrible. He might have been looking back at the old. That might old be a song. Thing. That might be a song on the next baseball project record. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Writes itself. You tell him Eddie said to go. <laughs> after a lot of him. bitter ball players. <laughs> yeah. Or no, but he wasn't bitter. He was he was jovial and stuff. But he was like you know he was. He just telling him. He he once you get him going, he yeah. was yeah. going. Listen, yeah. The money they make now compared to what these superstars made in the Crazy, heyday right? is insane. Yeah. Well, listen. All the listen. I got a lot to say about that. The owners are making billions. 
That's true. I have no uh, problem with the oh, players yeah. trying yeah. to take a piece of that. Yeah. Well, right. They should get the money, but the older players kind of just right. It's a it's a mistake though to go. Oh, these guys are a bunch of spoiled brats, which maybe they are, and the coddled jocks from the, you know day one. Coddled. But you know, you look at the money the owners are making, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, we as a union guy. I say, I go get whatever you right. can. I always side with the players, the workers, whatever, over the owners. So right, that's and it. these yeah, guys yeah. are working. And the minor league guys are making shit. They can barely eat. Yeah, yeah. These minor league guys who don't sign like a guaranteed six hundred grand contract, or the league minimum, whatever it is, they're they're literally living on a per diem, what hoping did? that they'll do st- make it somehow and Just get a get contract. A taste. Like like and bands on like bands on tour. Right. There's actually been a lawsuit uh, with the minor league players. They're trying to sue to, to just get a minimum wage. Right, right. And there's so much money that the clubs can kick in. And even the right. players. So who's the, uh, who's the uh, Manfred Mann? Who's the new guy? The Major League Baseball. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Manfred yeah, Mann. Man, yeah. Man, 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 the the, the Manfred Mann, yeah, yeah. He, he goes, uh, his point is that, uh, well, when, when does, uh, now, are they hourly? If they're eating a meal, is it a... Do I have to pay them? If they're taking BP, do I have to pay them? Uh, it's got to be know. like that. This whole legal thing going on. Yeah. Man, so. Manf- Manfredo uh, or something like that is his Right. Name? And there's uh, the question of uh, if, it's, if it's class action, none of us will get paid. It was no, you so. all along. But Mary, 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 you're right. I think I think that there should be more done to... to I know they probably already do that, but giving money to old players. I don't know how, I don't know how the union works, but I assume right, right. Some, kind of, some kind of pension. But those guys should be making money. That's true. Yeah. If Those minor league guys, you, they're giving up their lives uh, and their education. Yeah, and the football players are even worse. They're, those oh, guys are all days. These college football, I don't even get me started. The old players. There are whole towns based on college football, and they don't pay the players. As they, pay, they pay them zero dollars. When are we going to start getting paid to do this, man? I don't know. My I kids wanna, are fucking starving. <laughs> yeah. All dude. I know is if I'm on the Florida Gators, I want a piece of that merch money. That's the <laughs> sweetest plum. Right. If you're in a video game, you should be getting paid. <laughs> Listen, I've been watching the Danny McBride uh, sitcom. What has he got now? Some oh, crazy Vice thing. Prince Vice Prince Prince. Oh, yeah, but yeah. then I, I got turned on to the baseball one he did. Oh, oh it's great. Eastbound, it's great. Eastbound oh, and down. Kenny Powers. So now I am watching yeah. that. I'm you're fucking out. Yeah, I'm fucking in. The first <laughs> episode out. of that, I go, wow, oh, this, this is too crass for me. I don't like it. And then as I watch it, I'm like, this is Gross brilliant. Out. He's a combination of like John Rocker. Total John Rocker. Uh, <laughs> you know, Randy Johnson. Rod he, Beck. He's got everything I thought there were a lot of Jews in New York until I got here. <laughs> <laughs> and then him just going to play in like in Myrtle Beach is the perfect setting. for The, it, it, the whole Mexico season. The Mexico <laughs> season was amazing. It was great. I have, I'm still on season yeah. one. Okay, no spoilers. No spoilers. He's got to demonstrate being Uh a big shot with like jet skis and uh, big (laughs) sunglasses. It's such a great show. Even vice principals, it's overboard, but Mm. I've been in teaching 30 years and it's amazing. It's hilarious, funny. And then the character, you hate him, but now at the end, as you You watch it, it starts to grow on you. Yeah. He's abusive to women. <laughs> and his buddy, St- and, it's and hilarious. His, and his buddy Stevie, it's really it's rough with that guy Stevie. You couldn't have cast that guy better. <laughs> oh, uh, guy's got hey, no uh, Steve, do you have one more? Uh, yeah, sure. Fucking yeah, tune yeah. for us or what? Yeah, man? yeah. yeah Thanks for with the show. Uh, listen, I really appreciate you doing this. This is do like, that song wh- about uh, Dave Magadan. Above Dave Mag- and <laughs> I have a Dave Magadan song. I have a Dave Magadan <laughs> autograph. I met him once. Really? He's okay. Yeah. I have a Dave Magadan autograph. I'll do um um just just to Paul Simon's gonna steal that from you. <laughs> I know. He's, 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 Dave Magan an autograph he's, he's his pro- swan song. He, he's probably gonna, gonna sample this entire interview and put music behind it. So he wrote it. <laughs> Get a bunch of African guys to hit some drums. It'd be great. 
I'll, I'll just do with the new dream sneaking record coming out I'll do a song the first song on the first record oh, that's cool. great yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, you say it's a waste Oh, not to learn from mistakes Yeah, it's really a shame Oh, and the scars that you show Yeah, may as well be for show Oh, it means nothing to me And I really don't know Cause I don't wanna know Yeah, tell me when it's over Tell me when it's over Let me know when it's done Oh, ain't that some kind of answer? Yeah, but no question was posed. Oh, you got real imagination, man. And I really don't know. Cause I don't wanna know. Oh, yeah. Tell me when it's over. Tell me when it's over. Let me know when it's done And I really don't know And I really don't know And I really don't know Cause I don't wanna know Tell me when it's over Tommy was here, cool. we'd be going is that another yeah, steroid song? Like, you just don't want to know. Exactly. And all songs can be baseball songs. Steve, what's your position on uh, Pete Rose? Should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I will say that in the Baseball Project, I have um, we all get along really, really well. We're all good, good, good buddies. I have never, in all the times of touring, never had fights with any member of the band, except the one time... I told Mike Mills that, that that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame, and he got so mad. He totally disagreed. Really? So yeah, yes. Yeah, so that's, that's Mike a, Mills is your purist. He's a purist all the way. Yeah. So, you know. And the, the so. Mets win, by the way. Mets win. Yeah. Mets win. Put that one in the book. Put it, Put it in, in the, the books. Yeah. Look at that. And that keeps us right where we're Steve, at for the uh, wild card. Can I and closer to? The can person. I say something about that topic real quick? To about the Pete, about the Pete I, I, I hope it doesn't affect. Uh, I always agreed with that too. That he should be in the Hall of Fame, but he's his, one of the best baseball players. Last in time history. around, though, he, he really had a good chance to get back in, and he no. fucked it up. He really, right, well, he did, he did. I know. And I know, if you yeah. do that, you know, then I think at this point, yeah. like, all right. Well, you're, you're mistaking personal responsibility for achievement, which is well, you know two different things, maybe, and that's what people can conflate those uh, issues. True, but it's, if you get a second Ruth, chance, they you were gotta, mean motherfuckers. But you're right. You're right. He's had a lot of chances to. 
to kind of you know. Right, right. but I mean, if we mm-hmm. if we took everyone's personality at face value, we wouldn't listen to James Brown. We wouldn't listen to Michael Jackson. We wouldn't listen yeah. to you know. I mean, where do you draw the line between art, art and artist? Right. I mean, if James Brown wasn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, James, 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 James Brown too, probably you know? beat the shit out of his wife, right. and you know, well, Ty, I mean, Ty, Ty, Ty Cobb was a, Ty Cobb was a nice guy. Yeah, Ty right. Cobb was not a good guy. That's right. No. He's a bad but guy. But everybody yeah. seems to understand at this point now that Shoeless Joe Jackson wasn't uh, yeah. probably uh, wasn't involved in that whole nonsense with the Black Sox. Yeah, but yeah. I, I really don't know. But that's just the speculation people seem to have. How come that's not making a movement? Well, now you're talking about the definition of cheating. Like cheating in a game as far as like stealing signs or doing steroids is a different kind of cheating than actually throwing, throwing the game. Throwing a game, but, yeah. he, but a lot of people feel that he wasn't really behind all that and he wasn't taking part in he that. He was a dupe. Right. He but, was he was, but he's guilty by By the way... Put it in the books! Put it in the books! Put it in the what? books! Thank you, Gary <laughs> Cohen. Have you seen the old the pictures books. of Gary Cohen? He has hair down <laughs> to his knees. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Like uh, Gary Cohen saw the Ramones thirty times, I think he said that's, one day. Uh, that's, Is that right? That's Howie yeah. Rose, by I the love way. That. No, crazy. no, Gary Cohen. Oh. You're wrong, Ryan. No, no, screaming is Howie Rose. Oh yes, yeah. put it in the books is Howie Rose. No, but I saw that picture. Gary of Cohen, he was a stud. Gary Cohen has the unromantic uh, end game call of, and the ball game is over. And the ball game is over. Which a couple <laughs> other guys probably have that too. Uh, yeah, What's Vince yeah. Scully's like? What does he say at the end of the game? I guess, and I grew up listening to Vince Scully, and you know, I'm. Don't get me started on Vince Scully. I'm this is his last year, right? This is last yeah. year. His and last he does month. what? Like his last one, month. No, no, he has October 2nd. Does last he do game. like one every other game, one every three games? I can do a lot of Vince Scully. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's ball. take time out for these ball uh, bar pranks. It's, it's two, in, two, two, two strikes, two outs, and two on. <laughs> the deuce, deuces are wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> You never Good get to job. echo, though. Good job. Wait a second. I want to hear more of that. <laughs> I was out in Queens the other night doing a live podcast in the garage. Now, that, that sounds like turned, I turned, Vince Scully turns into some kind of cartoon character. Right. right. I have to be in practice. <laughs> Do a station ID you, as Vince Scully. Come my on. God. If you, I want to take a, a picture of Vince Scully when he was 25 years old, that haircut, and bring it to my barber because he he's ahead of his time. That thing was sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. What he's you know is Vince Scully the greatest uh, baseball announcer we'll ever see in our oh, lifetime? Yeah, lifetime. There's no question. Harry there. Carey's up there. Well, yeah. listen, Harry Carey, Bob Murphy, second tier guys. Vince Scully's got to be number one, right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's still great. Isn't cra- I mean, he's he, and he'll go off on tangents. Oh yeah, the tangents are the best yeah. part of the game. He, he recently spoke about pirates for an entire half a minute, <laughs> just like you know, just so he was all wanting to say about pirates. Well, I was lying in bed. The with, pirates or pirates? No, pirates. Aye. Pirates. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. No, I was lying. I was lying in bed with my wife last night. We're watching the, the Mets game, right? The Mets were off yesterday. She doesn't know this. We're watching. <laughs> we're watching a game from last year. She doesn't realize it says encore on the screen. Right. Yeah, has no idea. <laughs> Six six innings into it, Matt Harvey's pitching. You hear, he's been hurt for a year. Are we watching an old game? She goes, "Why are these guys talking like about nonsense?" I go, "Because baseball is a long game and it's a long season and it's a long haul. And when they talk about nonsense, that's the best freaking part about." It. I remember listening to a baseball game, uh, uh, which the most horrible announcers ever are the Yankees, uh, uh, John Sterling and uh, Susan Walden. But before she came on, it was John Sterling and Michael Kay, maybe. And the best thing I've ever heard uh, on a tangent was just, uh, and sometimes they ignore each other a lot of times, you know. Yeah, they, so, they, uh, they have a weird relationship. Michael K goes, uh, "Hey, I smell spaghetti. Do you smell spaghetti?" <laughs> John Sterling goes, "Nope." 
the three and two to. Uh, he does that this season show. all the time. It was oh, like it, he, he dismisses the, everything it, she says. It's moments like that in a in a radio broadcast of baseball that are just the, those. That's gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gold. Do you smell spaghetti? Breakdown. Where else can you get away with that? You have like you're seriously on the air for like you know a million hours a season. <laughs> The Mets are having a communication breakdown. It's always the same. Gary Cohen goes, it's always the same. (laughs) And no one gets it. Nobody catches that sort of thing. (laughs) But the good thing about baseball is it's that spiritual. Because when I was alone and I would be out in the Midwest or camping or something, and you had a transistor radio, it's that you could put it on, Mm -hmm. and now you could be alone in the middle of nowhere, Right. And you're instantly yes. bonding with whatever ten to forty thousand people, right. and it's that chatter. Yeah, this is that chatter. Radio that guys know. There's a Stephen King really book about yeah. that. Makes you feel like you're part of something, yeah. even though you may be alone in the middle of nowhere. Right. The radio. Uh, I'll tell you. You know, even even thing. if you're in the city, yeah. like when when um, Colette was pregnant with my first kid, this is uh, 15, 16 years ago. So I uh, came into some kind of nesting. Period where I was like painting a basement that didn't belong to me, and I would listen to Bob Murphy and Gary Cohn, who was on Gary Cohn was a radio guy back then, and Bob Murphy was the old school guy. It was a great team, and listen, just listen to the descriptions of the game is like way better than watching it. Yeah, I'm and a they, big radio fan. Yeah, it's a, it's an art. Yeah, it yeah. really is. I get to listen to it on the way home from work for at least an hour. It's great. And if you listen to the Yankees broadcast, that is the Stratton. not an art. Whatsoever. Dreadful. I kind of like John Sterling. I, 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 do you? Yeah, I haven't missed a game. Like that guy crazy. comes into work throwing up and yeah. sick. He doesn't care if he gets anyone else sick. He loves how much show tunes. Like, like, <laughs> like God, like how much, how many? Sh- you know, I, like, I live at home with my mother and love show tunes. Like, All right, <laughs> South Pacific. And he he makes so many mistakes, like about the, the home runs. He's so excited about a home run. His <laughs> home run, his home run call is it, it is high, it is far, it yeah. is gone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it would be like a a, a pop up to the shortstop. It is high, it is far, it is <laughs> hot. Caught by the yeah, on man. the warning track. Uh, we'll be back. It's a darling from Starling. <laughs> it's a text message <laughs> text from Teixeira. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to play Tommy here for Brian a second. Brian McCann can. One oh, yes, time McCann I heard him. Can. Oh, yes, McCann can. Oh, man, he's so bad. I heard him do one the other day for a new guy. I forget what it was, but it was so terrible. He, uh, he, he, won, he gets the players wrong, too. So, like, it was like, it's a, it is high. It is far. It is gone. That's a home run from Matsu. Oh, sorry. That's Teixeira. <laughs> he's a hack. <laughs> Everything's yeah. Jake with Ellsbury. He, he's like <laughs> the cartoon of, like, like, he wants to be Vince Scully. He wants to be Bob Murphy. But he, and they run out of things to talk good. about in the fifth inning. And they just, like, there's, like, 15 seconds of just hearing the crowd Mutter. Well, that's what's you know? good about the best broadcast is you have uh, Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling. Oh, yeah. Ron Darling's a Yale graduate. Keith Hernandez could do the uh, New York Times Sunday crossword puzzle in yeah, two seconds. He knows, These guys are cerebral baseball. dudes. It was know? nice at that game where we were watching them broadcast from behind in the club. I will say, and I, I don't want to tell yeah, tales out of school, I looked at the broadcast from behind, and Keith Hernandez wears sandals. <laughs> he does. Oh. During the bro- he has naked feet. And I, like, I love trying to figure out what inning he's eating a huge sausage sandwich. I think, I think he's some kind of crazy Trump guy. Did you guy, see though, Eton got on the screenshot Eton. at the end? Uh, he was so happy. Oh, no worries. And my friend is head of security, Mike C, a sanitation guy, and he's guarding them, so not allowing people to come up to the. Because they did the broadcast from the seats, from the yeah. right where the seats yeah. are. And I got to so say, he's the, per- the guy that I'm, I'm miming from the window. I'm like, come on, Mike. Come on. One picture. Come on. 
No, I had the opposite experience when I was there. The guy who was the producer or whatever, the guy running around with the headphones, yeah, yeah. looked like a regular chooch like me or you, was like totally like if you tried to take a picture, he would stand back and be like, oh, sorry, go ahead, you know, behind yeah. the glass. Like they were trying to be extra no, cool. No, from behind the glass, but I wanted to go out there next to them. Oh, yeah. wow. Mike, you, you always got to go one step in. further. Mike C is the man in charge. I mean, I, I drink somebody beers with this guy. You're already there. What do you think you're going to do? Like, I'm sure you bothered somebody I was going to bum rush. I was going to steal Gary's slipper and run. I mean, who had the slipper? You'd name drop And run like a crazy man. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Crap, not crap? crap? Not crap. Yeah, let's do a quick one because Listen. we still got game time. And what time is it? It's almost time. Time. Time is Steve, is time. Too, Steve is too nice. He's going to say not crap for every band. Are there oh, bands that you like? I'd rather do oh, baseball, oh, baseball player oh. crap not crap. Yeah, we'll, we'll explain the rules. Okay, get, get, get. Benny Agbayani, crap not crap. <laughs> I, 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 I can, I'll do bands crap not crap. I, I All right, here's that. crap not crap. We do with every guest. Don't feel okay, uh, okay. funny, Steve. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. What do you think? You know, it's fine. Most of these people are dead. I'm nice, but I'm not milk toast. Don't worry about it. Great interview. Steve, you're a fantastic yeah. personality. Listen, this I, is I heard the Lou Reed in that second song. That was nice. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. big time. Yeah, yeah, that, that, Steve Wynn from The Dream Syndicate. Uh, crap, uh, not crap. Frank Zappa. Crap. Yes. Wow. Thank, oh. you. Thank you. Thanks for the good right. Right. Is that because of L.A.? Because of the heavy Because, like, hey, look, look, you know. There's these smug, sanctimonious thing he's got going when he sings about p yellow p snow. It's like, That's come on. Right. Like, like, he's like the Mel Brooks yeah. of music, but it's no. not as funny. No, no, yeah, I wouldn't it. even give him that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Don't, don't. That's, 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 that's a compliment. Ryan yeah, loves Frank's app, and his uncle said, died. The 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 you hit the major crap. I like it. <laughs> the double well, crap. I like that song, Flower Punk, though. That's neat. That's the mother's. That's on the second album. Uh, like, Trouble yeah. Coming Every Day, the only song I like by him. That's a good song. That's a great song. He lucked into that one. Uh, crap, not crap. Steve Wynn, the Dream Syndicate, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, not crap. The New Definitely York, not crap. New York Dolls, not crap. Melvins, neutral. Metallica. It's all right. Neutral. Oh, I'm mm. sorry. I can't. I can't do crap. I can't do crap, not crap. If I, you know, if I can't go either way on that. <laughs> oh, you could do whatever you like. Yeah, no crap. Hey, listen, yeah. we're, there's yeah. no. Consta we're not going to call the cops. Constipation. Right? Constipation. <laughs> Const constipation. Not All on the, the crap, please. Not, not, not even on the toilet. Yeah, not even on the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a crap to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Deep Purple. Crap. Van Halen. Not crap. Rolling Stones. Not crap. Who's your favorite Rolling Stones guitar player, and why is it Mick Taylor? <laughs> Why is it Mick Taylor? <laughs> Why is it Mick Taylor? Mick Taylor's fantastic, He's but I'm, I'm I'm a Keith guy all the way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The so my favorite guitar solo of all time is a solo on "Sympathy for the Devil." Mm. Nice. My God, that that's a giant fuck you in a guitar solo. Who your uh, top? Give me a top three guitar players. Top three guitar players. Um, Neil Young, John Fogarty, Tom Verlaine. Oh man, wow. he's good. This guy is Neil fucking Young. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. The thing oh, yeah. I like about Neil, Neil Young, Young could do more with one note than most Neil people Young, can with the whole scale. Is that his whole solo is one note? It's yeah. just solo and, and it's one and, note. And, 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 and every yeah. note is different though. Down by the river also does that. Yeah. Yeah. Who did I like back in the day? Rory Southern Gallagher. man, that's yeah. one note. Rory Gallagher. Rory Gallagher. Yeah, he changes Rory it up Gallagher. a little. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's left field, yeah. I'm not going to name a lot more than those three, yeah. but I'm you just You put uh, Rory Gallagher in uh, top, not, top 20? Not not top 20 now. But yeah. it'd be, he's, right. he's, you know, he's not crap. But, uh, Chris but not Spedding was another great guitarist. You know Chris Spedding, the um, the guitar playing on on Brian Ferry's In Your Mind album? Great, yeah, great I saw playing. him a solo yeah. a lot. Tom Berlin. Where do you put Richard Lloyd? Funny you should mention that. I would say Tom Verlaine, but Richard Lloyd probably played the best guitar solo on, on Marquee Moon, on Elevation. So there you go. You know, it's funny. I didn't want to mention it, but the last song you played kind of reminded me of uh, Girlfriend by Matthew Sweet in, the, uh, in its, in its uh, uh, progression. 
And it, Matthew's, remi- Matthew's, it reminded me of the uh, Richard Lloyd guitar solo on that, which is, I think is pretty tops. Well, Matthew Sweet came to our shows, so. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right, so Matthew Sweet is a student yeah. of uh, the Dream yeah. Syndicate. He, he would the, watch it. He came to the shows. Mm. Didn't he work with Susanna <laughs> Hoffs on Austin Powers music? Very, very <laughs> diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever talk to that guy? You get along with him? You think Been he's a long ripping time. you off? Yeah. Been a long time. No. Uh, is there like I, a, I love being ripped off. Oh. Is there a deal like where in your mind you're like, hey, man, I ripped off like, you know, Lou Reed. Uh, by the way, in that last song, too, I hear the Lou Reed. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. man, we, I ripped these people off. Let them rip me off. And, exactly. Or do you, do you ever get like, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, annoyed about it and... No, you know, possessive great. about your riffs. No, not at all. Rip me off. Go ahead. It's an honor. <laughs> the greatest form of tribute. You yeah. think ripping people off is a part of music, and there's no way around it? Or if you start well, writing, it, if you start writing a song and you feel like it sounds too much like another artist, do you stop and start over, or do you keep going? That's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but it has to be. I don't mind if a song is pretty close. Okay, the, for example, because the, the thing is, if you rip something off and you're really bad at it, you've got a great song. So that last song I played. This is crazy, but that one, Tell Me When It's Over, which is one of the more well-known Dream Syndicate songs, I wanted to write a song like um, The English Beat. Remember them? Yeah, of course. Sure, love sure. them. Okay. Save, it for la- Save It For Later. Awesome song. Save Great It song. For Later. Oh, oh, that was, huge, gigantic okay, hit. That yes. was my attempt to write Save It For Later. Ah. I, 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 thought, I thought I had the 12-inch of Save It For Later, played it over and over and over. Yeah. Love the song. So Man, if you I, wrote I, that song, it's in like 10,000 movies. I, right. And that's I, the, I know, the, I know, yeah. the English Beats uh, foray into a non-ska pop song. You're right, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Just hit that one but, melody. But it, it's it's such a good thing about that, uh, that, rec- that song is it's three chords over and over and over. So right. I'm, so I'm going to write a song like that. So if you listen to Tell Me When It's Over, which sounds nothing like, no one has ever mm. said, dude, you're ripping off the English beat. Right. Uh, no, okay. nobody would ever say that. But Ranking Rogers at the door. So the point is I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> properly steal from the English beat. So you know, I, I, I have an original uh, song. Scott. The specials yeah. are playing tonight. Yeah, they are. Are they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And Prince Buster passed away. Yes, Prince Buster died. One of the best. Prince yeah. Buster was a ska right. pioneer. The, the, they called him the voice yeah. of the people. Oh. Dr. No is still going strong, right. though. We have more crap, no crap. I want more crap, no crap. Crap, not crap. This is an interesting I want, one. I, want, I, want, I, really, I want to say know, crap emphatically again. Right. Crap, not crap. Tangents. I, 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 the, the fun thing about this interview for me is that I have no bead on what Steve's going to say in crap, not crap. Like his, uh, you know, I think he, uh, all right, uh, if I was a betting man, I know what I'm going to do here. Pink Floyd, Steve. Oh, not crap. Yeah, I, I would have. Early I, and I would have won hundred bucks. Er, early and later. <laughs> right. Early and later. Early and later. I don't. I don't mean final cut. I don't. And I don't mean the nineties. Division Bell or something. Division Bell crap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you but like I, all that? Did you, did you do a lot of uh, acid, drugs, or when in your youth? Um, listen as like animals <laughs> and omaguma and stuff like that. Not 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 that much acid. A lot of a lot of speed. <laughs> so I like a lot the, of speed. so I like the fall. Right, you were never. <laughs> a coke can, I didn't uh, tonight because you're totally wild. Marky, exactly. By the way, while we're doing the show, Marky Smith put out ten albums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, and went through ten band lineups. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Man, that guy is the real deal. Yeah. I yeah. saw him fall off the stage at Maxwell's and break an arm. <laughs> no kidding! Wow, Probably that's why they call him the fall. <laughs> Ooh, no, no, oh. it's, not, it's not a very high stage either. No, yeah. I'd be surprised that you know what uh, I know. What it, all right, Fleetwood Mac. Um, not crap. All lineups. Li- I like. Or I like every lineup. I know yeah, it too, man. Peter Green. Or Even Peter the middle Green. ones. The middle the ones middle are great. Ones, yeah, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. down with Fleetwood. Yeah. Not crap. Killing House. Fine. How about uh, Crocus? <laughs> Crocus. <laughs> You know what? What's your w- favorite crocus tape? Are you into old crocus? I would say I would say neutral, but I'm gonna say crap just to just to, just to, just to, just to up the ante. <laughs> well, you, know, you said crap because he laughed 
he laughed when he said it. He doesn't know any yeah, croaky yeah, songs. No one croaky, does. Yeah, They're yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Waits. Not crap. De La Soul. Not crap. Television. Not crap. Oh, hey, Gang of a... Four. Not crap. Who's Gadoo? I'm no fun. Not crap. There's a kid, kid, kid. Go back to Zap MD Purple. I'm <laughs> working on it. <laughs> Steely, Steely Dan. I have a system. Not crap. Wow. In any way whatsoever. We've really? Tell us about Steely the Dan. Dan. What are Love we, Steely Dan. What am I missing about the Dan? I know every lyric to every Steely Dan song. <laughs> song. No, you don't. No, I do. I do. Name, name any. I, I, saw, I saw them play. I saw them play at the Capitol Theater two years ago. Why? I, I, was, I was giddy. I was like a, a Were small Were you on star. cocaine and you said, I don't like no, jazz anymore? No. <laughs> Love Steely Dan. Why? What is the? I don't. What's the fascination? Tell, in, you know, give you me some insight because take, I don't get it. I'm trying. Take them outside of the '70s productional. That they're. The mo- Why do I have to do work? No, they don't. don't no, no work involved. <laughs> the most, the most sinister. Why can't lyric, they just be good? Probably my favorite lyricist. I would say up there with Chuck Berry, um, Dylan. Are, wow. Are, are those those wow. lyrics are great. Chuck Berry and Steely Dan are on the same level. How about that? That's, right. that's, Come that's, on, that was like Steve that, that is so, dream that's, like a, that's like a double knock crap. That's like I, I went so outside on that one. I like negated a double knock crap. <laughs> give us a few lines of Steely Dan. What's like the best? I could give you every line. I've heard him on a classic rock radio. My every favorite. Day. My favorite. Is there gas in the car? Yes, there's gas in the car. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way he sings it. Because the singer. It's the singer, not the song. Right. But, they, but there are better ones. Than that. There are Damn better it. ones than that one. But that's that, that, that. I'm gonna go all the way out on that one. Hey, nineteen. Wow. I've ruined the show. I think everyone just shut down the premises. No, the I will. <laughs> I will say that I like uh, the weekend at the college didn't turn out like you planned. That's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Two line. weeks ago, our the guests things loved passed Steely Dan. I, can't I don't. Understand. I can't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was from the minutes? They loved Steely Dan as well. Oh well, they had a song they called "Hey 19, a completely different song. Who did? Who? Did, oh, who did? Ike Turner, uh, our friend. His real Ike name Turner is Ike Turner, but uh, the minutes. he uh, is okay. in the band Minutes, and he's now in the band Out. And uh, he's uh, I argue with him and uh, my friend Stephen Soley about and Mr. King about Stephen Steely Dan all the time. Big big fan. Sorry, I don't, song, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm dumb. Is Peg the one that he's singing to the girl about how uh, famous she's going to be? Or what is it? And when oh. you smile for the camera. Oh, yeah. But, um, I know I right. love you better. Yeah. Peg. That's Michael McDonald on the background vocals. Oh, yeah? Uh, more yeah. bands. Which, more bands. Which I've always thought Peg was about a porn star, and I thought Ricky Don't Lose a Number was about a chicken hawk. So right. I think, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I think it was probably the only top 40 song about a chicken hawk. And if you listen to the words... Tell me I'm wrong. That's all. Oh, uh, Suffering that? sack attack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Go back and make it lose that number. Listen to the words and you tell me. I, I'm no expert on Steely Dan, but the song, uh, <laughs> Do It Again, is that song about somebody that's, that plays poker a lot and just has so much trouble? Uh, like every time he hmm. plays, he almost It could be gets a better killed. relationship. You keep going back to the same girl as a toxic, you know. Is it? He uh, does rhyme Vegas with Vegas. I like that. That's good. You go back. <laughs> All right, let's back have a few more bands before the Ryan game. Yeah. Let's All right, go. How let's about go. Steely Dan? We think? are here. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you want to crucify me again? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, absolutely half of our audience is against me. Uh, you know, they all know. Uh, Blue, Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult. I shouldn't have had that last shot of whiskey. I'm slurring my words. <laughs> um, neutral, though, I do cover Don't Fear the Reapers. So neutral, eh? How about Neutral Milk Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> I just that? made that one up. Yeah, that's yeah. good, but it's still neutral. 
<laughs> I can't say if I, I can't say if I don't have an opinion on the band. Have you heard this song? <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, thank you. Uh, let's go with. Uh, I, need, I, need, I need like an echo switch all the time. Sir, do you have a safe way to get home? Do you? What? Uh, do you wear earplugs? Do I? Well, on stage? Yeah. No. No. You can't hear the song, right? Yeah, it's I'm like with J- you, man. Jason Victor does need to, and he plays oh. really loud. Then, but it's, that's okay. I, yeah, I, I, of course. I, yeah. I've never worn earplugs. I can't deal with it. It's like it. it's like sex with a condom. So much better. With you know, I I I, I, need, I need that to either, save I my hearing. When I, I, I actually audibly went ooh today in Penn Station when I was walking because like I get like a like a, maybe five seconds of tinnitus at a time yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah. like once a month. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. This guy, but I, this guy, this guy, this guy walked up. I'm not kidding. It really happened. A guy walked up two a.m. One of my bandmates during a tour and said, um, "I like your show, but, um, but I had this." ringing in my ear after every show and my bandmate said this true story said tinnitus he said said no every night <laughs> <laughs> but it's a true story the thing it's not it's not just a bad joke it's a true story nice. <laughs> tinnitus <laughs> yeah every night yeah it's a real problem it's a real problem all right quickly crap not crap uh, let's do a couple more king crimson generally not crap king missile um, I know crap just for the hell of it. King Diamond. No, no neutral. BB uh, King. The last show I saw him play at the, at, at, at the at the Reverend Ike place, uh, the 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 whatever temple in the up Washington Heights, the biggest pile of crap ever. I had to walk out. He spent an entire <laughs> fifteen minutes. I'm not kidding. He played one song in the entire set, only one song. He spent wow. fifteen minutes talking about the progressive auto insurance woman. He said, you ever see that progressive commercial? No. Isn't she great? She's beautiful. She's great. For oh 15 God. minutes, I walked out. That <laughs> show was crap. What, he was doing like an ad? I don't know. He was out of his mind. He's infatuated. How, He's about, infatuated. how about Dee Dee King? Dee Dee King. <laughs> I saw... I, I'm, 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 I'm like the guy in the, the LCD. What's your, uh, you I know. saw him play his last show. That's all. Right. What's your uh, relationship with the Ramones? Do you know the guys? None whatsoever. Except that I opened for them in in Belgium, in Ghent, Belgium, at a at a giant roller rink once. Beautiful city, and and it goes back to back goes back to baseball because um I opened for the Ramones was really nervous about because I figured they're gonna, his audience would hate what I was doing or boo me off the stage. Beautiful city, they the audience was fine with it. The show was over. And we were all back in the hotel by eleven o'clock, and it's like we're back. You know, I'm thirty years old with a rocking band. We're back in the hotel drinking. And it was the day the Dodgers got Daryl Strawberry. Right. And we're all Angelinos <laughs> at this point, so we're excited. So it was we're like ho- 1988. Um, 89? 90, I think. 90. 90 would be 90. So we're hooting and hollering at 11 o'clock in a hotel room, and we hear, and the phone rings. And I hear, hey, you guys are making too much noise. You've got to uh. keep it down. <laughs> and I checked the next day who the next room was. Johnny Ramone. Yeah. So Johnny <laughs> Ramone bitch slapped me at 11 o'clock at night about... about, about <laughs> and it was baseball related. He should have been okay with that. <laughs> If you don't, yeah. hey, you guys are making too much noise. Too much and, uh, noise. I don't know. Vote for Reagan's. <laughs> 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 All right, quickly, crap, not crap. Uh, let's go with the King theme, Elvis. Oh, not crap. Especially the later he got, the better he got. Iron Maiden. Crap. Chavez. Sebado. Neutral. 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 Joe Walsh, solo. Not crap. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Joe Walsh, uh, top 20 guitar players? Come on. 
You know, I will give go, it to me. Yes, I will give that to you. I will, I, just for just Throw for the just for the bomber, just for the bomber. <laughs> right. The bomber is like the greatest guitar playing ever. And he Queens, played, he played, and he just doesn't care. He played yeah. "Cast Your Fate to the Wind" in the middle of the bomber. It's amazing. Is so Joe good. is Joe Walsh punk rock? I mean, did he really crap his pants on stage and have the roadie clean it up? Probably. I think you're the honest story is that, is that an urban is that like an I think urban? You're thinking rock of Mike myth? Watt. <laughs> no, 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 Mike would. Were you ever do a big uh, Minutemen fan, or, or were you one of these people who uh, was like, "I don't get it"? Uh. I'm going to be honest now, since we're all friends. That's fine. I never. F- I wanted to. Sure, and, they've heard it. And before. And, and, and the, fa- the, the the thing is, Mike Watt is the greatest major dude. Oh yeah. Dude. And the Dream Syndicate opened for them, and he was really supportive. And I never got them the way I should. And right. I'm, it's totally understandable. It's music. It's it's fucking subjective. It's fine. They even covered a Stevie Dan song. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Wu, right? They did, they did. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to, I want to go, I want to go, I want to get them. They did. Yeah, I, I for some, I didn't get them like the first five times I listened to the album, and then I listened to Double Nickels on the Dime like the sixth time, and I'm like, wow, I get it now. I got to do it. They're not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know. The bass player in the Miracle Three in my band that is playing Bowery Electric, September 29th. The bass player is a huge Mike Watt fan, so huh. I defer yeah, to him. Mike Watt's a, you know, he's a, he's <laughs> one of us. He's a good guy. <laughs> If you're not playing, you're paying. I use that all the time. <laughs> That's the Do you remember? Line. We interviewed Mike Watt, and he just had happened, Did you? happened to wake up at the exact time the interview started, and he's like, hey, man, I just conked in the van. He conked. He, he conked. conked uh, he conked. conked. I like the way. <laughs> he's got his own language. It's beautiful. I'm going to go home tonight and play double nickels on the dime. Yeah, yeah man. Tonight's the night. Great record. Tonight's the night. That's a great record, too. I think we're uh, pretty much uh, misfits. Crap. Beatles. Not crap. Prince. Not crap. Kiss. Crap. Sorry, <laughs> Jason. Sorry, Jason. Sorry, Queens. Give him my band. Velvet Underground. Nah, crap. Lou Reed Solo. No. Uh, this is the speed bump. Here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> when it's crap, it's even That's better. The explanation is When coming. it's crap, it's That's even right. better. Yeah. Disco Mystic. That's all I got to say. <laughs> what going out? Disco Mystic. I want to boogie with you. Dirty When he's crap, he's even better. Gonna think- fly, yeah, yeah. You think when <laughs> Lou Reed like is crap, he's doing it on purpose? Oh, to my fuck God, up people? Egg cream. My God. Were you sad when, uh, when, when, when Lou died? Did you feel like uh, it was, oh, that was like a party, a part of your history like went away? I did. I did. It was horrible. Um, I, it was sad. Yeah. I mean, this should not be a, 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 the barometer for sadness or not, but I feel sad when somebody dies and he's still doing great work. Not that if you're making crap work, you should die, because, you know, right. that, that's, not, that's not fair. I think, I think you just said if you're artistically irrelevant, then you probably... Uh, should die. <laughs> should die. Yeah, oh, die. Shit. You haven't done anything. No, I gotta, I gotta, he gotta, didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. Yeah, well, Lou Reed's the kind of guy, even if you didn't like what he was doing at the time, was at least trying to do it in a different way, no matter what happened. I love Dirty Boulevard. It spoke to me. Oh, that's great. It's a great song. A great album, too. Queens, that whole album New spoke York to me. New York is the name. That was a that hot album. summer. I remember that. We were all strung out. That was like out. the tail end of that MTV, pretty, where you could like have like good. one last video, and it was Lou Reed. Right. Yeah, right. Everyone did. I had I had like an MTV hit. I had did a, you? A few. Oh, yeah. I had a song on MTV every day. How did that ever happen? Every day. Every day. Sometimes three times a day. Every day. Wow. How is that possible? And what year is what this? Was it? 86. Right. It's called Out of the Great. Not, not even that song. Crap. No, it's not. That. <laughs> <laughs> You're crapping yourself. And you heard it here. It's, it's my least favorite album. I've made. Right. Well, MTV, uh, MTV you know, played has an agenda. There's one band that I like, but that don't let that stop you. It's called Jethro Tull. Is that anything good or bad, up or down? Crap, not crap. Um, not crap. Yeah. I like how Mario like lobbied 
for Jethro Tull. Just yeah, to, like no. it meant a lot to him. There's a lot, a lot of people who appreciate what Ian Anderson and Martin, uh, uh, Martin, not Mason, that was my principal. Bad Brains. Martin Barr did. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Yeah. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Not crap. Johnny, Johnny Thunder's in the Heartbreakers. Johnny Thunder. Johnny Thunder, not crap. He's buried. You could walk to his graveyard from here, you know. What's that? He's buried just like a, you know, like a half a mile away. No kidding. Like three, three blocks yeah, away. man. You're, you live in Queens now. We got to go visit yeah. the Johnny Thunder. Well, I, I, I know. By the way, I, I live two blocks from Gene Simmons Junior High School, so I, li- I like that. But <laughs> you I know the know. Uh, uh, the uh, service road of the LIE in like one sixty uh, one. I don't know, sixty fourth Street, something like that. That's where Is that Johnny buried? There? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's where Louis Armstrong ended. No, no, no. Louis Dizzy Armstrong's Dizzy. buried a block away, oh, literally, that's right. and, and Dizzy Gillespie also. Yeah. We have a block from here. Yeah. You could walk down the yeah. block. What, what, what um, graveyard is that? What, what uh, cemetery? Well, yeah, the, uh, Louis Armstrong is Flushing Cemetery, and uh, uh, Johnny Thunders is St. Mary's. Saint Mary's right? Welcome wow. to Queens with the highest uh, r- uh, cemetery to people ratio in That's the That's right. You could also see lot, Disney yeah. Gillespie, <laughs> and they stole uh, poor uh, Miles' trumpet off the top. All right. So, uh, anyway, the who? Not crap. Pat Benatar? This is tricky. Not a fan, but she took me on tour. I, did, I spent three weeks opening for Pat Benatar really? in 1991. <laughs> I played two Dude. nights at the Beacon opening for Pat Benatar. Solo acoustic. Let me $100. Right. Solo acoustic. Wow. wow. I was going to say Pat Benatar. Oh, man. I, I was paying With off. the house lights on and they were booing oh, and stuff? They were booing. I, paid, I was paying off a debt. It was hard uh-huh. work. Okay. And, oh, man. And, but I will That's say rough. this. I say she was very nice. That's a working musician's Classy. gig nice. right Classy. there. Oh, that's in thirty-five years. That's the closest I've come to saying I'm doing a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'm rather o'clock. plunge uh-huh. a toilet. I played eight. <laughs> I played eight o'clock to eight thirty every night. I was in the Motel Six by nine o'clock watching ESPN. Wow, <laughs> really? You yeah. wouldn't even stick around for Pat Benatar. I, I watched several shows. Yeah. <laughs> After a while, you've I seen did. it. It's all the same. You've yeah. seen it enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, it was on. She did a like. Bl- what is this crowd for Pat Benatar? Well, she made, like she at made, that point. At that point, are she they like sports records. fans? Are no, they no, jocks? No, no, no. Or th- she made a blues album, um, kind of with the, with room full of blues. She mm. made a record of uh, blues standards. You know, it was not it wasn't bad. I mean, you know, playing. You know, right. Um, and she was touring uh, on that. She was playing she was touring on that, right. and people were hating it. Yeah, I got some. They wanted to hear the hits, she got, but she she, she didn't play the hits. No hits. Oh, nice. I admire that. I know. I know. So Pat Benatar, not crap. She was nice to me. Yeah. You want to uh, listen to In the Road? Go fucking stick it in the tape player. I don't want to be a Tommy here, but we're going to be off the air in five minutes. Yes, we have five minutes. All right. So we're done with this. Crap, not crap. But Steve, one more, Steve. I hope it's crap. The Doors. Sonic Youth. Double not crap. Beastie Boys. Not crap. I like you. Talking Heads. Not crap. Electric Light Orchestra. (laughs) Not crap. I can't get him. God, you can't. Dictators. Not crap. <laughs> no, he was gonna say that. Residents. Not crap. No, 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 no. Almost All right, I think I got it. Aerosmith. Not crap. Really? Gary U.S. Bonds? I'm done. Oh, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> Give me something. And say Deep Purple again. Deep yes, people. Uh, people. Uh, yes, come on. Well, be, uh, not crap for space trucking. Yes, has to be a pivotal in this show. Yes, yes. How more. about yes? Nah, you're getting tough. Yeah, yeah. Are I'm, you a prog rock guy? Say, I was when I was young. I'm not, but I, I play in a band with two prog rock fanatics. Right, and then you do the jam thing, which kind of like lends thing. itself to the well, prog, prog rock. Prog rock isn't jamming. Prog no. rock is, is, is right. noodling and, mm. and carefully meticulated, anal retentive stuff, <laughs> you know. But by playing a band with prog rockers, and I kind of like, you know, try to. They put on Genesis, I go, ah, crap. 
What about... Oh, I had a good one. God Hit, damn it. Hitler. The association. <laughs> say it. Hitler. Yeah. Crap. Hey, crap. crap. Yeah, yeah. So crap, how about yeah. Stalin? Um, you know, crap overall. He hesitated on Stalin. Well, you know, it's like, yeah, it's a crap. Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. Oof. Um, alleged, alleged girl from Beater. Right. Um, um, a lot of crap. I'm going to say crap. But okay, crap. we got him. All right. Real, <laughs> real quick, Ryan game. All right. Good job. Minutes. Thank you, Steve. We have time. Home. We have time, right? Uh, oh, if we man. do it quick, we got right, two yeah, minutes. Uh, we'll just do one round of uh, each of. Uh, By the way, this is live from the broad. You just listened to an interview with Steve Wynn of the Dream Syndicate. Thank you, Steve. Thanks great for having man. me over. Great man and a great interview. Yeah, it's a blast. We Thanks for coming here, Steve. Yeah. Really appreciate it, dude. This is like a dream come true. Really me. fun. Can we do twenty seconds, real quick, once around? Yeah, okay. come on. All right, we'll one one round. All right. Every week, Ryan comes up with a game. We don't know what it's going to be. Okay. Uh, John, you go first. That way, uh, everybody will get the idea of it. Uh, in 20 seconds, name as many. Thanks. <laughs> name as many songs. Uh, name specifically after a woman. Go. Uh, always a woman. No, a pr uh, proper name. Sorry. Oh, Christ. Hold on. I'll, uh, start, I'll start over. Ready? Go. Christine, the strawberry girl. Uh, little Wake up, little Susie. Um, God, there's a million. Uh, uh, Sheena is a punk rocker. And now. Five <laughs> seconds. Wow. John I mean, there's three. a million. Say any girl's name. Some Laura. Of the, some of the ones you missed were uh, Angie and uh, Angie. Rosanna by uh, Cool and the Gang. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Laura. All right, John gets three. Very good. I should have like 10. Very good, John. You put the pressure on me quick, man. All right, we freeze under the spotlight. Uh, Steve's, Steve's a ringer. When you're listening at home, you're like, man, this right. guy's a yeah, dumb. I know. Mario, you go next. Uh, this game's really hard. <laughs> many, in 20 seconds, name as many famous Jennifers as you can. Go. Jennifer Tilly. Yes. Jennifer Lee. Jennifer O'Malley. Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! We got one so far. What about Jennifer Lee? Let's move on. We have one right, minute uh, left. Je uh, Jen, uh, am I missing something here? You're Jen missing a lot. Yeah, all the uh, answers. Jennifer Convertible. Time is up. You got one point, Mario. All right, go I'm on, move. Let's go. You missed Next. American Idol, Jer Jennifer Hudson, and yeah, uh, come on, Jennifer Jason Lee. Go no Steve. time for rabbit hunting. I said Jennifer Lee. Oh, you, know, you got go two gave points. me that one. Uh, Steve, so out of time. Steve, uh, what about Jennifer Tilly? Uh, name as many sports teams uh, as you can that have either dissolved or moved uh, and changed names. Oh, man. Go. Seattle Pilots, Utah Jazz, um, Minneapolis Lakers, um, Brooklyn Dodgers. He won. Um, Boston <laughs> Braves. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, are I still going? Um, you um, won. Mil Milwaukee Braves. No, we <laughs> Good job, Steve. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it, and uh, you're the best. Oh, we you're the best time? around. We are out of time. It's great to see everybody again. Thank Welcome you for back, joining everybody. us live from the Barrage. We'll be here uh, next Friday, and after that, who knows what will happen. I'm ready to hang it up. I've had enough. Hey, we have a guest next Friday. Who's the guest? The guest is Rick, Val Rick from the Poster Children. Rick from the Poster Children oh. next week. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, who knows? They'll be uh, Listen, uh, all, all I will say is you want to tune in next week. <laughs> That's all I'll say. We do? Yes, I'll be here. I'll t I'll, listen, Brian, I'll talk to you after the show. 
All righty then. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much yeah, for being pleasure. here, man. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Mario. Thank yeah. you, Ryan. Thank you, Brian. Thank, Thank you, boys. Patrick Walsh, who has uh, made a hasty exit, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone, and uh, we'll be back next week. Imagine that. It'd be crazy. I've had enough. I've had enough. Don't quit, Captain. I just want to sit in a hotel room and do cocaine. <laughs> With a whore. <laughs> With the horror? Is that like a Jewish thing? A random whore. Oh, okay, right. Lieutenant O'Hara. I don't give a crap what rank she is. We'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Radio Nope, Conan Neutron. Ryan Collison. Mario Sorry. Facebook. Live from the barrage. Brought to you by... Because the light was on.